Cast episode 625 for April 2nd, 2022. It is not April 1st. The day has passed. You've all survived another year. It, it was pretty fair, weak this were, year. Yeah, yeah, it was weak last year, too. I've been like depressed about April Fools now for a couple of years because it's just no one wants to anymore, and it, I'm sad. The internet it's has lost something. Life. The internet has lost something valuable. And every year I see people tweeting about, I need to avoid the internet for the entire day today. It just makes me sad. Like, we've lost all joy. Because <sighs> real life is a joke right now. Whatever. Happy, happy, joy, joy. Uh, and with that happy note, we'll see you next week. Bye. No. Um, <laughs> I'm joined by... Fools. We're not doing one this week. Yep. Goodbye. Yeah, I'm joined by Kelly Ryan. Um, keeping your wife's name out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Carpenter. Hey, hey. <laughs> Robert Albright. I like pink haired ladies and I cannot lie. <laughs> You'd have one heck of a walk to uh, walk up to Chris, Kelly. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Well, that's. No, yeah, no. Yeah, you're right. I I got that a little confused. When are we going like... to see G.I. Alice 2? <laughs> all right um but she's not bald i know you don't have any sphinxes oh the the internet wasted no time with the memes on that oh, no they didn't incident oh, no wow, no <laughs> i guess all that's why we didn't have flavors. april fools we'd all everyone exhausted all their abilities earlier in the week Ah. <laughs> uh. It's been a week. If you uh if you're watching live at twitch.tv slash rpgamer, which we broadcast every week at nine AM Pacific noon Eastern, unless my Mac breaks for an hour, um like today, uh you would be seeing my cat sleeping on camera. Isn't that nice? That's mm-hmm. scamper. Hi scamper. Uh, uh Badicolate in the chat says I'd pay money to see Kelly slap Chris, so I, I think we need to have a meetup and charge admission. Mm. <laughs> Patreon reward tier. <laughs> pay, pay pay for my flight to Madison, <laughs> Wisconsin. <laughs> Keep my cat's name out your mouth. <laughs> Slap fight over the cats. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I, I we can't top this. Robert, <laughs> you haven't been on in a while. What have you been playing? Uh. Well, I, I, I've this, I've been playing all sorts of things, but I'll just stick to the week because I, I go through games so fast. So um, in a bout of nostalgia, I decided to try and boot up Chrono Trigger. I killed Yakra. That's about as far as I got. Um, it's not very far. No, it, it, it just wasn't. It, sometimes you start. A, have you ever like started a game and been like, I really want to play this game and then just be like. Something's not clicking. I don't want to play this right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I do that a lot. Where, yeah, it's just it's like I'm, I I really want to play this because I've liked this series in the past, and I'm just not feeling it right now. Um, the past playing through trying to play through Atelier recently has been like that for me. Gaming is definitely a, a mood thing. Like sometimes I'm in the mood for you know crafting games like Atelier, and 
sometimes I can't get enough of a strategy RPG. And then, um, so, uh, so I, I, no, that's, I actually teleported back to uh, present day, but again, that's about as far as I got. And, and so, um, and I've been sort of going in and out of Final Fantasy fourteen. I mean, Moogle events going on and, and we've got the patch coming. So I'm trying to, you know, just get all the stuff from the Moogle event before then, but I just, you know, just need a break because let's face it, when when the expansion hit, I played that hard, probably harder than just about anybody I know. <laughs> so, um, so I've actually, um, so the two bigger things, and one of one of these I know everyone's uh, or most everyone's going to be talking about. Um, so I picked up, uh, I picked up uh, the Azure Lane Crosswave which is uh, an RPG adventure visual novel game based on the Azure Lane gotcha game. Um, and it still has a, like a little bit of like pseudo gotcha mechanics, but no real money and nothing like that. You just have to collect these things from battle and then buy, buy the ships, but it's anthropomorphic naval vessels. And, you know, I was in the Navy and, this is fun for me, and I don't know why, but I've been playing that since about, like, 5.30 this morning. <laughs> or no, I... since about 7.30 this morning. I'm not very why? far, but it's kind of fun seeing explosion. It, it's sort of like, it kind of reminds me of um, the game I was playing last year around this time, which is, um, oh, God, I'm spacing the name, and I love it. Uh, Warship Gunner 2. So it's kind of like Warship Gunner 2, but without... Instead of actual ships, you have girls who are your battleships. Are you hoping this doesn't awaken anything in you? I'm not sure what you're implying. <laughs> I'm just saying, you used to be in the Navy, and you're playing a game with sexy battleships. Hey, I, I, I do enjoy sailing the seven seas. Next, next thing you know, you're going to have a boat sona. This this battleship lady has a katana. I'm very yes. confused. You don't even use it. You don't even uh, use it. But but they're all named after actual like naval ships that like there's an there's an enterprise. But none of that matters. Like the combat is not ship combat. What even is this? It is it is actual ship combat. That's... No, it isn't. This is like um uh this is like a, a bullet hell. It, it's like that Toho is actually, Project. <laughs> it, it is actually somewhat ship combat because you are firing torpedoes. That's them firing off their... Uh, she just their did a three-way shot in three different directions at once. So you're telling me that's on your, that's what, what your battleships do? Do you drift uh, in a battleship do. on the ocean? Okay, that part, no. But it's still <laughs> kind of fun. I, she I, just I, erected a magical shield. Do you have magical shields on the battleships? They're working on that. Okay, all right. Fair enough. Then. I mean, right. and think of rail guns. You were in the I mean, Navy. If you tell me it was real, I'll believe you. It's not It's not a real, it's not like real now, but it is like concepts that they're trying to do for like electromagnetic field shields and stuff. It is stuff that, Dar you know, I probably should shut up DARPA. now before DARPA, <laughs> before DARPA, you know, I, before the FBI comes knocking on my door being like, you know too much. <laughs> So, 
I, I, I should probably shut up. And and then the last thing I've been playing, which has really been like the main thing I've played the last couple of weeks is, or since it's released, is Triangle Strategy. Yeah, that game is good. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't know if we want um, Kelly or Josh to go over the other things they've been playing besides Triangle Strategy, and we'll just have a big Triangle Strategy Fest. No, the the only other thing I've been playing is uh, Stranger of Paradise, and that's just more, um, I don't give an F. Uh... <laughs> I don't care what your name is. <laughs> I don't give an F. Punch. Oh, the punch didn't land. And I, I didn't know that Sony censored tweets when you tried to uh, put tweets or do, do a tweet from PS5. They censor them? Yeah. It wouldn't let me say I I G D. Oh goodness! Yeah, I had to take the F out for it to work. Really? So it just gives you an error, like no, yeah. you can't say that. R- remove profanity. <laughs> Screw you, Sony. I didn't even use the full full profanity, and this video has profanity. Yeah, but the video is allowed to have profanity. Square Enix has uh, already signed off and said this section of the game you can broadcast. So, Unlike other yeah. sections of the game. Yeah, so what's going on with the, the... Okay, first of all, I gotta know. Have you finished Chaos or not? No, no. Okay. I think I've got like about five more um, missions left. I I wanted to get through Triangle Strategy first because um, I, I've got Rune Factory that I'm chomping at the bit to play. And I should finish Chaos or Stranger Paradise this weekend because then I've got um, Sakura Wars to play for a backtrack. Oh my gosh, that's too many things. How are you yeah. going to enjoy killing Chaos at that rate? Uh, the, the levels go pretty quick. No, oh, all right. Especially on easy mode. All right. So. All right, everyone, uh, tell me about Triangle Strategy. Is it the best game ever since Tactics? I mean, it's it's going to make going back to regular um, strategy games kind of hard. Because not having to deal with crap like MP or keeping your stuff upgraded is kind of a kind of a godsend. Yeah, like and there is an like an upgrade system, and each character does have like some skills where you can decide to do this or that. But you can once you pick one, you can just flip plop them as you need to, depending on the battles you're doing. And it's and it's a really good system it's it's much it's a lot more trimmed down and i feel this is a good progression for strategy rpgs for Mm -hmm. a more time constrained audience yeah um you know you don't really have to grind in this game although you do have the option um it's nice well depends on the level you're playing on yeah that's the difficulty because um Normal's pretty hard from what you've said, Josh. Uh, normal, nor, no, normal's a good. It's a good balanced challenge. Like you, you have to think through what you're doing when you're playing on normal. If you, if you just kind of blunder around, the enemy will take advantage and wipe out some of your characters. Yeah, but it's not. It's not hard. It's just but like it's luckily, a good challenge. there's no permadeath either. No, no, no permadeath. Uh, and if you restart a battle, you get to keep all of your experience and. Uh, I, I, yeah, I think it's just all of your experience. So you can re- retry a battle as many times as you want, and eventually you'll get through it. Um, I've that, actually but, failed. I've only failed one battle, but I have failed a scenario. 
Um, I, I only failed one battle because I didn't realize that a certain character couldn't get killed in order to fail that battle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of, that's what happened to me. But no, I actually failed a scenario because I didn't find an item. Oh, I didn't know you could fail a scenario. Yes, there there was one particular scenario you can actually fail if you don't find a particular item hidden in the area you're at. I'm being vague because there may be people who don't want the spoilers, so. Yeah. Well, like there's, a, and that kind of goes into it, like there's a pretty good balance of different types of missions on the maps. Like, you know, there's some that are kind of more defensive where you just kind of are back behind some ramparts and you're just kind of defending against oh. an enemy attacking you. There are ones where you've got to, there's like one or two where you have to protect someone. There are ones where you have to, you know, just go and kill the boss. There are ones where you have to like sweep across and kill all the enemies. There's a lot of different types of environments. Um, you know, like we, we talked about where there's even, um, you know, all the different, uh, let my mind go blank all the different uh effects from the elementals so you can you know set things on fire you can electrocute anyone who's standing in water like it, it there's so much depth to it it's fantastic well uh, well the thing was what the scenario i failed was not a battle it was a, it was an exploration uh oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. where, yeah, where you gotta find the 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 thing or the information that you need to move on. Yeah. 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 You've got to find evidence. Um, what's fascinating. No, that one. Different one. Oh, the, the exploration scenes is particularly the ones that you could fail. Remind me so much of Phoenix, Wright, ha Having to like get NPCs, talk to specific NPCs to move them in order to get access to areas. Um, stuff like that. It, it's so in depth. Mm hmm. And you're talking about being able to use the environment. There's one fight towards the end of one scenario where a good chunk of the battlefield you can use electricity on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think Tam knows which one I'm talking about. Yeah. Yes, I, <laughs> I know exactly. I, I, I actually, that was the map I failed because I ended up electrocuting my entire party and they all got paralyzed and then the enemy team wiped me out. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that particular fight, I ended up just turtling up on the platform and using range characters to pick off people and then using the guy that gift TP, gifted TP to just gift TP to the two electric users and had the electric users pretty much paralyze everybody every turn. And then once the people started getting picked off, then I, I ventured off into the battlefield and started um, cleaning up. And that was that was just such a fun fight. And it, it was a, it is a good fight. I actually um, I turtled up near the platform, but then I also sent like units down the sides to try and pick off along the sides a little bit, so I could mm -hmm. get like their healers and such. That's how I did it until I basically got their healers, and then I started going more like in in into the thick of it and the fact that the game recommends characters that kind of take advantage of those levels um because there was one i was fighting where you were fighting bandits and the bandits were using a lot of oil to um to try to set my people on fire and that particular one recommended the shaman lady who could make it rain and once it clicked it's like 
oh, I use her to make it rain so that they can't use the oil on me. Mm-hmm. Very clever game. Oh, well, yeah, there was another mission where you could like basically avoid almost all of the battles if you have the if you brought along the character who can uh, create ladders. So you could just oh, bypass yeah. all the almost all the fights and just use him like, oh, I'm just going to create a ladder here. I'm just going to avoid all of these people and move on to to where I got to go to get to the person I got to kill. Yeah. Although if you do take out um, all the unit, so part of the triangle strategy is there's three different um, convictions, uh, utility, liberty, and morality. And when you beat the game the first time, it gives you all these hints of like, oh, these are specific things you can do to raise your different convictions. Mm-hmm. And one of the convictions is kill off all the enemies before the boss. Which is something that I do anyway, just because I want the extra experience. Mm-hmm. And and items, too. Um, I, I have a strategy that's helped me through most strategy games I've ever played, and that's, no matter what, always go for the kill shot. Um, just because, you know, that's one less character on screen that's causing me damage. So I, I ended up with a lot of utility points. Though, when, when it showed made my convictions at the end of the game i had like three times more morality than the other convictions mine was actually pretty evenly split interestingly enough and and then you have the decimal the barrel robot who is just (laughs) if you know how to use him properly he could just break the entire game I don't know if either of you have recruited Decimal. I, I haven't gotten him yet. Oh, um, he, he is so fun. And, and I, I like when you level him up, he goes, level up. Yeah, I'm or, missing... I, I am happy. Yeah, I'm missing three characters right now. Um, I am missing uh, a healer, who I'm not naming because spoilers. Mm-hmm. I am missing Milo, who can permanently join your party um because she she joins your party through the game so that one i don't feel as a spoiler as the other one and mm-hmm. then i'm missing the one that is for going for the true ending which i will not name because that's a huge spoiler too yeah the one of the last ones that you can recruit is a huge spoiler but is the uh orlando sid of this game <laughs> um to just he is just completely game breaking and so powerful, and um, I, I'm being vague because yeah, it's a major story spoiler who who it is, but um, he ended up being one of my favorite characters towards the end, and oh god. So on New Game Plus, do you carry over your levels? Yes, yes. but okay. the levels also increase the second time through. Yeah, yeah so, the level of the battles increase the second time through, although the max level that I have, the game has for the characters in the battles is 50. Yeah, because it capped out at me for 50 last night, too. Um, and I have a lot of characters at 50 right now, but I'm on yeah. my third playthrough because the game has uh, four different endings. And honestly, yeah. I, I also feel like as a strategy game, like... When when you think of all these different like I've played a lot of strategy games, you know Final Fantasy mm-hmm. or Final Fantasy Tactics, Fire Emblem. There's usually a good like forty, fifty 
you know, battles. This game has 20. It's it's really and it is and it's really meant to be played multiple times. Mm-hmm. And and I and it's and I think that's part of why it's, it kind of respects your time as a player because of the fact you know it well, doesn't give you like oh four different endings where then you have 50 battles that you're 50 plus, you know 45 plus battles that you're fighting through i think well, SR, super robot wars x had like 54 and and i think like what that allows them to do is it means that they spend a lot more time actually crafting some interesting maps to use rather than just like, Oh, let's just crank out when you got like 50 something battles you, at a certain point, you're cranking out just a ton of different, you know, like, Oh, here we go. Let's get this other map with some forest on it. Instead, yeah. this one, like all the different maps are really thought through and they're adding new little mechanics as you're going along. All the different maps are going to have, some of them are really going to be good for archers. Some of them are not going to be great for archers. You know, like you'll you'll have different maps that will suit different party systems as well. So every single experience feels a little bit unique and has a little bit different strategy to it. Uh, there, there's one uh, that was on screen just a moment ago where you're fighting in like basically an underground illegal arena ring. And, you know, there's like four steps up that you have to then jump onto the center part of the map and all below it is spikes. Mm-hmm, and, it's, yeah. and it's great for characters that can like push, push people off, off of it to land on those spikes because when you move across those spikes, you take damage. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And the, the thing about new game plus, I feel like it took me a little while to get through the, the first scenario of the game. Cause I, I had locked myself out of the best ending very early and when i booted up new game plus you'd be, you'd be amazed how quickly you get through the game when you can just skip the cutscenes that you've already seen mm-hmm. and, or, or fast forward because um i found there's there's two reasons why you can't skip a cutscene one is if someone is either joining or leaving your party mm-hmm. or two if there's like one of those options that comes up during the cutscene that you have yeah. to like pick something yeah um so, yeah, when I did my second playthrough, I, I tried to branch off as much as I could, but I, I was still, you have to pick very specific things to get the golden route. So, and, and you, it, the game kind of, the decisions kind of converge at some point, too. Um, so, so once you kind of hit that convergence point, it's like, okay, I can start skipping again. And the the kind of final scenario where everything Everything is all make, making you happy and stuff, or make the make everybody happy scenario. Um, kind of repeated some stuff from one of the scenarios that I picked at the end. So, so if so, I'm talking with two people who have played multiple routes. Like, what do you think about the, you know, the choices that you make? Do they matter or do they not? Does that fall? Does that kind of ring hollow the second time around? Like it's it's just shunting you back towards the same path, or does it still kind of work the second and third time around? I feel like it worked the second and third time around. Okay. Yeah. No. It's the paths. It still works um, very well. Um, Going into the going into my third playthrough, Um, 
I mean, there's some that don't matter as much, but there are certain paths that to get all to see all the different events for those paths, you do have to play it four times. But it's still it still very much matters, and the the game is fun. It, it the battle system's fun. It's not overly complex, but there's and another another fun another good unique thing is. Let, let's compare this to Final Fantasy Tactics. Is Final mm-hmm. Fantasy Tactics has the job system, has a very mm-hmm. intricate, involved job system, where any character can be anything, and you can mix and match and do all this, and and and, and that is fun. But in this, every character is unique. Yes, and th- mm-hmm. that is probably my favorite thing about this game is. You know, you have four archers, but none of those archers play the same. Yeah, um, one of the archer, um, one of the archers has an ability called leap that allows her to really like jump around the map and set herself up. Another archer is on a hawk, and she can fly up to really high places early on to shoot down. But even then, they still have different skills. Also, another interesting thing with the skills too is. Um, depending on how you set up your battles, some of your skills get blocked by your other characters, so you can't use them. They mm-hmm. won't even let you like use them. Um, well, one of the archers has an AOE. I think that's the old guy that that's yeah. handy because not a lot of them have AOEs. And then um, what, one of the archers that you get very early on from a different scenario, um, he has traps that I yeah I didn't get him the first time around. So my my second playthrough, when I got him and his traps, it was like, oh my god, this would have been so much fun the first playthrough because I like using the shield guy to knock people into traps. Oh, I I um I actually um on the second playthrough um I chose the R route ending, and one of them you're and so on that one you're climbing up the um into twins gate which is one of the early things you know it's an area that's brought up and you're fighting on that and so there's like these two cliffs that climb up so i took him and i took the blacksmith Mm -hmm. so he was laying down traps low and then i had the blacksmith putting up spring traps high so the enemies were being flung backwards into the traps I set up lower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fun when you set up a chain reaction like that. Yeah, and and I also used the spring traps on the arena level I mentioned earlier to, you know, had one guy who got knocked into it or walked pat walked into it. I know, he knocked he got knocked off into the uh, into the floor pit. And and mm-hmm. uh, and the traps do not activate for your character, so you can actually still walk on those same squares as oh, your characters. I- I didn't know you could walk on them. I avoided them like the plague. Yeah, no, I I thought the same thing until I was like, okay, I really have to move this one character here, and it, it didn't spring. I was like, yay! Yeah, I think pretty much only elemental stuff is the only thing that does, like, uh, you know... Uh... Yeah, and anything you do to the environment you'll deal with, or, you know, you get some friendly fire from using electricity. But other than that, I appreciate that this game just completely eliminates friendly fire, both good and bad. So you can't accidentally heal uh, enemies either. Oh, God, it's always the worst. you got to make that decision in a game. Yeah, well, um, 
on the reverse side though, that that issue means they your enemies aren't going to accidentally heal you either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I oh, know, and everything but, plays straight, you know. But it's gonna be hard going back to Final Fantasy Tactics where I do have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. Well, well, they'd have to make a Final Fantasy Tactics for you to worry about that, Kelly. Uh, I I know. <laughs> also, um, also, uh, let's t- let's talk about the experience gates. Oh, the fact that it's a hundred experience points, no matter what. Well, it's not quite no matter what, but if someone is like very under leveled to a certain degree, like if they're within like two or three levels of the battle, they don't gain a hundred. But if they're grossly under leveled, they're gaining a hundred experience points at a, you know, no matter what they do. Oh yeah, because I had barely used that one um, kid that has the ball and the decoy abilities, uh, and yeah, and it, it had recommended her for the for the final fight in the golden scenario. So every time I was using ball, ball toss or using an item or um, using decoy, I just kept gaining levels like crazy. Yeah, well, the decoy too. Um, I don't know if you saw ever saw it, but if when the decoy explodes or dies, it explodes and deals damage to the enemies around it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I saw that. And she, and she gets experience, and when that happens too. <laughs> Oh, I didn't know she got experience. Yeah, I, she happened to be just at a on screen. I had that happen last night on one of the battles, and it was at the right angle where I could still where I could see her, and it's like, oh, it exploded. Hey, she gained a level because <laughs> she's yeah. gro- she was grossly under leveled on on one of my playthroughs. She gained a lot of levels last night. <laughs> I think right now my three lowest are decimal. Um, who else? They're decimal. Uh, I can't I can't think of the other two just off the top of my head, but I have three that are like in the mid to late 30s. Mm. And then like most everyone else is like mid mid 40s, if not 50. Yeah. And I don't know if there's a level cap in this game. 50. Is there? Oh, 50, it is. 50 okay. is the level cap. OK, so if, if I did do a third playthrough, I wouldn't be getting any experience. I'd just be going through. Say for those characters you haven't leveled. Yeah. Okay, well, that that's good. That way, at some point, I could just stop worrying about levels and just concentrate on getting through the game. Because um, when I did New Game Plus, I, I dropped it to very easy just so that I could get through the um, second playthrough a lot quicker. And, and yeah, um, and enemies are a joke in the easiest difficulty. I will admit that's how I've been playing it. <laughs> well, I liked playing through the initial one on easy just because it gave me just enough of a challenge so that I c- could be taxed but not have to necessarily worry about, um, you know, some of the scenarios that Josh was telling me about where uh, you had characters that could hit for 100 damage a pop. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, like I, I'm still... I. I probably ought to go online and look. I'm sure someone's done it. I'm sure you could that that first tough boss where you actually have to make the choice of whether you want to set the trap, use the traps or not. Mm-hmm. And that's a major, you know, it turns out to be like a major point that determines like what route you end up going down. Yeah. Like playing that on normal, like the first time through, yeah, the, the boss was doing like two thirds of my hit points in one hit. And mm-hmm. I do like, 10 hit points back and the boss had like 400 hit points and i'm like uh yeah i'm just gonna use the trap i'm just gonna lure this boss into the trap and do that <laughs> and if you use those traps you lock yourself out of the golden route right <laughs> <laughs> well 
Like it was a fun battle to, you know, because that was the whole thing. It's like, okay, I got to lure this boss. I got to get it close. And then I got to lure the boss into the trap and then run my characters out of the trap and set it off so that I can get rid of the boss. It was it was a really fun, neat battle. But yeah, I don't know how I would have done I guess I would have just had to peck away at the boss using uh, ranged units and keep building ice walls with my other character to try and, you know, keep her at bay. Well, um, one of the, so, uh, our, uh, our associate, our friendly site, um, their streamer was streaming this and I actually watched him do that fight. The, the one for the golden route, he's, he sacrificed Archibald. Archibald. <laughs> he like all, all, like almost the entire army was like underneath the dual set of houses at the top. Mm-hmm. And he just had no way of really like it was just taking too long to try and pick him off because of the healers. So he's, so Archibald set it off, sacrificed about himself and took out pretty much the entire army. (laughs) So I I wonder how many people I annoyed on Twitter with my cat photos. (laughs) That's the real, that's the real, uh, the real mystery of triangle strategies. Can you pet all the cats? I found as many as I could. I'm sure there's a couple of scenarios that I have not made it to yet that have that have kitties, but I tried to find everyone I could, and some of them are pretty well hidden. And 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 at least this is a game where you can indeed pet the cats, and you get convictions for it. <laughs> yes, you get convictions for talking to so many NPCs. And the cats count as NPCs? Yep. Um, Unlike in East 9, where you can't even talk to the cats. What's up with that, East 9? Calling you out? I don't know, but apparently in Assassin's Creed Valhalla, you can pet the cats. Ooh. And there's an achievement for it. Oh, I need to play Valhalla. It's amusing enough when Josh is adding adding me with Lost Judgment DLC. Like th- this game was made for Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> you get you get the cats give you bonuses when you find them in in Lost Judgment. <laughs> which which this is obviously not real life because I've never had a cat that gave me anything that I wanted anyway. It's, well, uh, you, know, you know what? I know why cats are so important for for. Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Well, it's because Vikings so, had cats on their ships. Well, not not only that, but the goddess Freya would uh, ride around in a chariot pulled by Norwegian forest cats. Yep. Mm. So cats were very big within their society. Yep, fl- fluffy babies. And, and Josh, you just need a cat that loves you. Not, <laughs> not Scotty. Oh, wow, that's... That's a big cat. <laughs> That's a big cat. Um, I'm sure Scotty loves you in his own weird way. Yeah, yeah. He'd be upset if there wasn't anyone here to feed him. <laughs> he loves you, but you're di- you're disposable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, you all joke about Alice being that callous towards me but she actually gets pissy if she doesn't get mama time that's usually why she starts going around breaking stuff because it's like mom you're not paying attention to me I will make you pay attention to me so she's bored Mm -hmm. yeah 
mine's just an old man. He sleeps all the time. I mean, don't cats sleep all the time regardless of their age? No. <laughs> no Scotty our, doesn't. Our, our Artemis does not. But at least I know what breed he is now. What, just cat? No, uh, he's he's actually a Siberian forest cat. Oh. So he looks like a big old bear cat. <laughs> I, I know r slash cats had to kind of curb the whole, what breed is my cat post? Because, um, you know, most of the time your cat's just a cat. They're not really any special breeds. They're... <laughs> They're not quite like dogs where you can kind of eyeball them and get a breed that's just cat all the time. So, sorry, I'm distracted by Chris <laughs> watching this video with going around petting cats. Oh my god, they make biscuits? Yeah, slightly. They make biscuits. Very short. <laughs> and, and those cats are huge! Yeah. Well, they're Viking cats. True. They should be huge. They should be huge. Most of those time, there's uh, there's Norwegian forest cats. Like they look huge, but it's mostly fluff. The, the same with the uh, Siberian forest cats too, because Toby, he's 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 pretty bare looking, but he he's he's a lot of fluff. Um, Maine Coon, on the other hand, that that's not just fluff. That's huge on a Maine Coon. <laughs> Ma- yeah, Maine Coons are a combination of fluff and huge. Yeah. I've seen a couple of full-breaded Maine Coons in real life, and it's like, oh my god, you are as big as a miniature tiger. I want to bring you home. Uh, are we just going to show cat videos for the rest of the show? Why well, not? Yeah, I mean, we could. <laughs> half the time we are an RPG cat, uh, cat cast. Well, I, I can keep that going by talking about the Kaito Files DLC, because as yes, I mentioned... But... <laughs> As I mentioned, like that is actually a thing in the game is like you are going around. There are cats all over the place. And that is a key. Every time you find a cat, they give you something. And that becomes a key for actually leveling up your character is finding all the cats. (laughs) So Kaito Files DLC. So Lost Judgment. We've now had two Judgment games. And there's kind of like some animosity between the... uh, the star of the Judgment Games and and Sega, because Sega wants to put these games on PC, and his weird, uh, the firm that he's uh, signed up with doesn't want his image on any on PC games for who knows what reason. So now we're getting the Kaito files, and we kind of wonder if this is kind of Sega kind of dipping their toe into seeing if they can do this with a different lead character, and Kaito is kind of been one of probably my favorite character from the judgment games he's kind of a you know kind of a lug a lovable lughead i love kaito he's great um so this one it's it's takami the the main character from the games is kind of gone and kaito is just holding down the fort at the uh in the detective agency and it's a very He's gone. Yeah, it has nothing to do with uh, his corporate overlords wanting him to distance himself from the project or anything. Like that. <laughs> he's just gone. Just, just not there. You know, he's off. He's off doing something in another yeah. part of Japan right now. Yeah, you sure. know. Uh huh. You know. It, it's I'm sure it that I'm sure part of the reason for that is that way, if they're able to work it out, they can bring him back. Sure. Oh, totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So. 
it has a cliche, you know, like there are plenty of cliche star, you know, things to the story that's going on in this game. Um, you have a guy who shows up whose wife has gone missing and he's come to Kaito to try and get him specifically to look for his missing wife who like the police think she committed suicide and died two years ago, but people have seen her recently seen, seen a woman that looks exactly like her recently. And the reason he's come to Kaito is because this is actually Kaito's long lost love from like 15 years ago. So, <laughs> so Kaito kind of turns him down because he, he, you know, he doesn't want to kind of dredge up those memories, but then like her son you know, tracks Kaito down as well and wants him to help find him. And the son is like, actually, you know, I've read her diary and, you know, I think that you're actually my father. <laughs> so, so, you know, like we've got that, that kind of like old, you know, cliche going, but so that becomes the game is like, you're trying to track down this woman who has believed to be dead for two years. Yeah. You know, but she's popped back up. And you've got this, like, contained little story. It all takes place in Kamurocho. There's nothing over in Yokohama, like in the last game. But it's just, it's been so much fun. Like, it, it's this fantastic little contained story. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, as I'm playing through it, I'm like, I'd like a Judgment game that was just this, where you had, like, three or four of these miniature stories rather than having to have one epic story that covers the entire 40 hour experience. Like I I dig three or four of these like eight to 10 hour little experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's been a lot of fun. Like Kaito plays, he has two different like fighting styles. Like I, they're called like tank and bruiser tank is basically like, it's the same style that Kiryu had in, I believe it was Yakuza Kiwami where he had this, I think it was beast style there where he, when you're going around, you're like doing really powerful attacks. And then anytime you get close to any, any sort of weapon, any sort of bicycle or whatever, he just automatically picks it up and just starts wailing on the enemies with it. And it's so much that, that mode is so much fun. You're just, especially if you're in like a little, one of those little tight alleyways where there's just tons of bicycles and traffic cones and all kinds of stuff. And you get a bunch of enemies coming at you and you just are just wailing on them with all different kinds of stuff. Oh, it's such a blast playing that mode. And then you got the other bruiser style, which is much more like a traditional one-on-one fighting. Um, they kind of have... They've done this before. Like, Kaito is definitely, like, slower than, like, Kiryu or Takami. He's a little bit slower. He's a little bit stronger. And, like, they've done that before in the series. But in those cases, like, like Saijima was the, the one I'm thinking of. I remember especially back in Yakuza 4, they made him, like, extremely gigantic and, a, you know, this huge brute. But they made him very slow. And it made him really plotting to play and this one like it balances it like you're still he's still tough and he's slower and he feels different and unique from the other characters but it doesn't feel really slow and plotting like they've done before and i don't know like it's it's just been a a, like i i picked that up and it's it's kind of kept me away from triangle strategy all week because i just (laughs) i started playing it on monday and i'm like oh yeah this is this is what i was wanting (laughs) 
this is what I needed. I needed to beat up some thugs in in fake Tokyo. And I mean, that's sometimes that's all you need. Like as I was saying, I I thought I really wanted to play Chrono Trigger, and just like no. <laughs> Well, this one, and it's it, it's since I've just played Lost Judgment last year, I'm kind of like ignoring all of the all of the side stuff that you would normally get distracted by in a Yakuza game, all the arcades, all that kind of stuff. Oh, I've already done all this stuff. I don't need to do that. I'm just kind of following along the story and beating up thugs. It's been fun. What have you been playing, Chris? Are you still playing Elden Ring? I'm just watching cat videos. I don't care anymore. Oh, that's good. No, um, I, I, I. Okay, so after 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 the show last week, uh, I, I made a try. Like it's time to stop playing Elden Ring. So um, I didn't really play anything. Uh, what did I do? Oh right, I played Inscription and had a lot of fun playing Inscription. Um, the what first, is Inscription? It is a deck building card game, oh, and okay. it is weird, and it's kind of part deck building card game slash puzzle slash point and click adventure slash weird sort of thing you know one of those games where you do things and then all of a sudden you're watching videos of people in real life and you're like wait what's going on with this is this a game or is this a what i don't know what's going on so is this one of those break the fourth wall oh absolutely or, yeah well yeah but, or yes. games like um oh god no no literature it, uh i i I haven't played Doki Doki Literature Club, oh. so other oh. than knowing that it screws with you and 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 people die in that, I don't really know how it breaks the fourth wall. So, but this one does. I, I, <laughs> I love it when games screw with you. Yeah, this like one that. this one's gonna mess with you. And um, the first act is really great, and just the the turns it takes, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh. Now I'm in a new act and things are totally different. And I kind of am not down with the vibe of the second act. So it just hasn't kept my attention as much as the first act vibe did because mm-hmm. there was a tension to that first act that is absent in the second act. And it's probably good because like that tension level was kind of oppressive. So it needed to end at some point, but now it's like, eh, I, I, I kind of lost the motivation and the, and the kind of the thing that was stringing this all out. So um, all that to say that I'm sure it, it will pay back. There will be a payoff that, that ties that all back together. I just haven't wanted to sit down and start playing the second act to do that. Um, and it took like three, four hours to get through that first act. So it's, it's, it's um, you know, it's something. Um, and the, the other thing, the card game is breakable. Like you can abuse that system. So it is not meant to be a balanced card game for people to play against other people. It is the sort of thing where you're supposed to abuse and break the system and get good at it. So, um, yeah, it, if you're into those sorts of puzzly things, um, and I haven't spilled too much for you by letting you know that there are fourth wall breaking things, I highly recommend experiencing them. And, um, I just, uh, I need to get motivated to do the second, third acts. Um, and then uh, what what happened after that? Oh, right. So I had some some weird news around my work tonight uh, this week. So things I've been in a weird mood. So that's probably also what was hurting me with inscriptions. So um, when I'm in weird moods, I just I don't feel like pushing out into new games. So I started playing Elden Ring again. <laughs> was, was it was 
Was it the supreme lack of April Fools? No, but that didn't help. It would have been nice to have lots of April Fools stuff. Um, no, is, I. Uh, is is that why you had to go dying in Elden Ring because it is the ultimate April Fools? No, because it's like I'm going to kill this boss. I no, just, you're not. I was watching videos of like, here's these weird items you should probably have. I'm like, I want those, and then I'd go get them, and I would, uh, yeah, just was doing that for a while, and then I finally said, okay. Um, I've gotten all the stuff I feel like I can get. It's time to start New Game Plus. So I started New Game Plus last night. And um, killed the first uh, couple small bosses. And it's like, you know what? I'm good for now. <laughs> so I don't know if I want to keep playing it or not. But <laughs> what, what does New Game Plus do in this one? Oh, you keep pretty much everything. So uh... just keep getting stronger. The bosses get stronger. Um up to new game plus it would be plus six so the seventh playthrough um is when the the enemy strength tops out but uh yeah that and then you know you can keep getting more of the rare items and you can keep getting uh duplicates of other weapons that you only have one of before now you can dual wield some of these things that's weird and, and so on so on and so forth Cause I, I will admit that it was one thing I did kind of appreciate about Triangle Strategy was that um, New Game Plus also increased the, uh, you know, made made the everything stronger, too. And I, I kind of like that you can just keep going and not necessarily get bored with the game, just crunching through the scenarios. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, yeah, obviously you're not going to get through it any quicker if you're wanting to see all the scenarios, but the fact that they kind of level out the like me <laughs> yeah the, the fact that they make every keep everything challenging makes it kind of interesting uh yeah and as and as i said there's a couple scenarios where there's four four different ways of doing fights so i mean i've still got a few more points to you know a couple more to try um i'm really looking forward to the one very early on where you're taking on the third glenbrook faction because mm. i i actually did not do that i i actually was like no we don't i don't trust that guy i'm like i'm not even going to go and take a look at his stuff because <laughs> i think that's the one you were mentioning before where uh you were like yeah we're going to have dinner but we won't eat anything <laughs> I I haven't seen that bit yet, and I'm kind of interested to see how that plays out. I mean, I know how it plays out from your end, but it's like I kind of want to see the event as a whole. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm distracted now by Chris's cat video with the huge white mane that looks <laughs> like. Uh... I know these those cats are. I mean, did you see the 28 pounder that was just like as big as the dude's chest? Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm also enjoying my playthrough Final Fantasy VI. Uh, so far, I've just been doing it on Sunday nights, um, and maybe that'll be a trend because it feels good. Um, it is. I'm having a lot of fun doing it, and um, I'm looking forward to playing more tomorrow. And I'm wondering how long that game's going to take because we do seem to be blown through the content. Well, I'm. I'm, I'm I missed you last week. I had to figure out where treasure chests were on my own. I was asleep. Where are you in that game? Um, we've just finished the opera, and um, oh, what was the other thing we just finished? I figured Magitech like, Chaos Family or Mon- Factory. I so. figured like Chaos or Mon Cappy or someone would be there helping. Did, Not like is... you do, though. You you know everything, so that's that's fun. 
Like, I, oh, you missed that. I, oh, okay. I was lost in the Magitek factory. I needed directions. Oh, and there's I, a lot of hidden stuff in there. No, I think I got it, most of it, but yeah, it was what a pain. And that's a one and done play. I know. Like, yeah, anything I missed, it's gone. But yeah, I also know that it doesn't matter that much. You can get so overpowered in this game. <laughs> yeah, but um, did you at least get the the stone blade or the break blade? Yes. Okay. They call it I, a stone blade in this script. It, Okay. Using, yeah, but yes, I did get that. Um, I think I got three different elemental blades. There should be. There were four. Oh, okay. There oh. should have been a flame tongue, the ice yep. brand, the yep. thunder blade. Mm. I might have missed the thunder blade. I got like a bunch of golden armor. Yep. Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Thunder blade is like hidden in a pipe off to the right. That's behind some boxes. Yeah, I probably missed that one. Oh well. So, well, no one hundred percent chest achievement for you no does the steam version have the maps yes. yes okay good but some of the hidden routes do not appear on the map yeah the map was useless oh. in the magic factory in fact i don't think it worked in the magic factory because i know on the mobile ver or the, the tablet version that kind of helped me figure out some of the hidden spots was to kind of look at the map and get an idea of where i needed to go chaos is giving excuses giving directions through chat is rough it's like, that's because you're used to being in Phil's chat where he doesn't read chat properly. <laughs> I try and take into mind, I take into account the fact that you're on a delay. So I try to remember, what was I doing 20 seconds ago? Aha, I need to subtract some time and, and apply these directions to then. Phil is like, what are you talking about? I don't know what you mean. Like, we just talked about this 20 seconds ago. I just responded to the thing you said. It's like, I don't know yeah. what you're talking well, about. Well, oh it's God, worse. <laughs> it's it's worse when I'm at work because the because the because you're even further de behind. Yeah, because I'm on a work open Wi-Fi. Oh wow. So I'm like, I can sometimes be like a whole minute behind. Mm. So that's so that's how come like like. Like uh, Scar, when it gets a user pick, and I'm at work, and like I some, try and respond like right away, but sometimes I'm like on a phone call or something, or could just completely miss it. So he knows it's like, yeah, I'll give him a little bit of time, see if he responds. If not, open, open user, open user pick. I'm like, okay, so we we've we've got a system in place, but yeah, no, so but yeah, no, I was asleep last week. I was just like dead tired. And it's fine. Every... I, it's fine. I'm just teasing you. Just yeah. you wanted you to know I... you were missed. <laughs> Did you at least get both of the mag rotors? What? The and the enemy wheel things before the boss on the. I mean, it's not like I have a choice of what I get. Well, true. There's no le there's no direction choices. Just whatever it throws at me is what I get to fight. <laughs> true. <laughs> I've I actually have had a run of that where it only fought one of the magna rotors mm -hmm. and i actually purposely reloaded the save just before it so that way i could fight both why would you only fight one or why would you fight both um because all four magna rotors are rages for gal oh yeah so okay. if you want a hundred percent rage list you gotta then play the game twice or Wait, you can't play the game twice. I don't know what no. you would do. <laughs> you <you're> screwed. <laughs> yeah, luckily, luckily, the Pixel Remaster version does not require for an achievement 100% rage list. What does it God. require? Um, like 10%. I actually have the achievement. Um, so let me let me switch over here. 
way, way, way back in the day when I first got on the internet, I tried to do a hundred percent rage run with um Gao. Mm. And I had printed off a list of the rages. Like I, I had it in the strategy guide. Yeah, dad, dad like got mad at me for wasting that much printer ink on that. Yeah. And <laughs> so I think not to make a joke, but I think I rage quit about halfway through that endeavor just because there's too many of them, and only one of them is useful, and that's Stray Cat. Uh, the achievement is earn 50 of them. Yeah, earn 50. Uh, I, so, but if you have the... Which is weird, because I have some, and it's saying I have zero, so I don't know what's up with that. It, for some reason, the Steam list does not update until you actually until hit you the... Okay. Yeah. So it's, some of the, the some, treasure chests, I can tell where I'm at, but not that one. Yeah. Some some of the achievements for Steam, and this is affecting all the Pixel remasters, it's is fine. like it won't properly show your numbers. Till so you actually the nice thing about number. Steve achievements is number one, it's easy to just run a program that just gives you them all, um, and the <laughs> number two, <laughs> um, uh, for Pixel remaster specifically, there's a save editor, <laughs> so I can technically just fix things. Boo. Cheater. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I don't need to for this. Um, but it's yeah. there in case something gets royally screwed up with my mods. <laughs> All that, uh... <laughs> Always possible when I'm doing running? things like, well, um, I turned the I turned the Phantom Train into Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> oh, right. I forgot about that one. <laughs> That I I like all the other mods I've been fine with. That is the one that as like it looked wrong, right? <laughs> I was like I I I almost said I almost like I almost like got on your case on that live. I was like no no what no. What are you doing? I, <laughs> like I'm I suplexing like, are Thomas. To, are you trying to risk us a copyright lawsuit? Oh, who cares? <laughs> Nobody's coming after Thomas the Tank Engine sprayed on Final Fantasy Six. Square Enix would. No, they wouldn't. It's not their copyright. No, but you're editing their work. Which oh, whatever. Could. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh. Of course, they would just send you a cease and desist. True, unless you kept doing it. Well, I'm, I'm, we're past that, so it's done. But all the other, all the other I, ones, and I, think I have are no really other nice. plans for copyrighted content in the game. Yeah, actually, all the other ones there aren't I, any I, other mods either. <laughs> Well, I meant, no, you have other mods. No, there aren't the any other mods. copyrighted mods. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, but uh, but all your other mods, I I think look really nice. It's I just, I like them. Yeah, and there yeah. should be an update with a couple more unique sprites for people um coming up this week. So um, yeah, he he uses a yeah. lot of sprite and uh, artwork mods that are closer to like either other cop other properties of final fans of, of yeah, like a, stuff? There, a lot of stuff comes from Dissidia opera omnia inspired or the um original concept art for the characters and so people have made sprites that look more like that um i'd like to see some using like the brave exvius stuff mm-hmm. i was i'm kind of conf- confused why there isn't more brave exvius or wrecker keeper sprites showing up but I think the, the record keeper stripes are a little closer to original sprites, which is that might the be goal. Way. The main goal of the sprite mod I use, uh, other than those few unique ones, is to make them original. Like no, no, sprites. I mean like original to the way oh. they looked in the original version. Yeah, so yeah, that might be why. No, that's it. That's it though. Like that's what the sprite mod I'm doing. The main goal is to make it look like the SNES version rather than this version. 
because people don't like the loss of detail on the new sprites. I think they have more detail, honestly. I think they look fine. Uh, you side by side it, you can see some missing things like that used to be there. That I can tell Tara has boobs. Okay. <laughs> I but, will admit. Oh, that was a uh, creepy laugh after you said that. You gotta be careful, man. That was. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was more. I was awkward. Yeah, awkward and creepy. <laughs> I wasn't Girl. going for creepy, just awkward. Uh huh. So, like, like why did I say that out loud? I don't care about this, but one of the things I did notice that they were fixing is the angle of Tara's arms when she's walking with the new sprite. Apparently, her arms look like they swing up really high behind her while she's walking. They do fix that. That one didn't bug me so much, but um, that's the sort of stuff they're correcting. There's also a mixing pixel on one of Locke's sprites when his hands are up, which is weird. But once you notice it, it kind of renders as purple. Um, and it's like, oh no, <laughs> how did they miss a freaking sprite? <laughs> but or a pixel? But all right, eh, whatever. Um, one no, week I might no. just run it with vanilla, just so we get the look of the vanilla sprites. So there needs to be a mod where it changes Kefka into Randy Savage, and every time the Kefka left happens, instead of that, you get, oh yeah. <laughs> Make it happen. We have decided the canonical voice for Kefka, though, is Mark Hamill's the Joker. Oh, of course. Yeah. That's how, it's a pretty good that's one. That's who I always yeah. thought. Yeah. Because I, I started trying to do a Kefka voice and realized I'm actually just doing Mark Hamill's the Joker, and I may as well just own it and say that's what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. No, that that's who I've always thought of. But more more too. more likely to actually hurt somebody than the, the animated Joker. I'll never forget watching a video of somebody cosplaying as Kefka, and there was a Sephiroth in the room, like, and and they're with Yoshitaka Amato in in like this huge hotel convention, and the Kefka yelled to um, the Sephiroth, "Mama's boy." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I'm like, oh god, that that is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> and you know this was this was before all the crossover stuff happened, so that's what made it even funnier. So are, are we about done with what we've been playing? I think so. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking at these achievements now, and I'm sad that I won't get Legendary Treasure Hunter, but it also doesn't matter. <laughs> I'll let it be. How have I reached level fifty for a party member? That's a lie. How am I one out of 50 on that? That's weird. Is there somebody who starts at 50? Wait, one out of 50. Oh, no. It's your that level. makes sense. It's, it's the level. Okay. Yeah. So that's you just have to get it with every right. character. Mm. Oh. So it should be the number of characters that have hit level 50 is what that tracker should be, but it's not. <laughs> no, no. The, the, as their, their achievements are all jacked up, but what can you do <laughs> i don't think square knows how to do achievements very well um see the final fantasy 11 one for xbox we're getting all the jobs to level 75 or whatever it was um well you should see some of the ones for the the other mobile port which has been delisted completely by the way which i still own so i can um so yeah that version actually does have the Get all one hundred percent rages. Ugh. Ugh. 
Uh, let's see. No, what thank else? you. Yeah. You learned all of Gal's rage commands. Mm. You've uh. matched all the symbols in Setzer's slots. I have, I have another problem with that, and that would require me playing the uh, that port. I don't want to. <laughs> well, you don't. You can't it anymore. Looks so anyways, so bad. I mean, unless you own it, you can't, because uh, it's been completely delisted since they Good. released Pixel Remaster. I know. Good. Good riddance. Let it go. I do I own it. I didn't hate that version, but I'm also weird. That being no. said, um, so I, I was out last week. I was taking a little mini vacation. So our our question of the week last week was, "What's your worst performing Switch game?" Um, Age of Calamity, I would say for me. Mm, that that yeah. was more load load times. Once the game actually loaded, it didn't run too bad. But the load times were atrocious in that game. I've um, always had really bad luck with Koi Tecmo games on Switch. Oh yeah, notoriously uh, crashy. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, including like corrupting save files and that kind of stuff. So really bad, bad stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't think I had uh, Triangle Strategy crash on me at all. I had that one time early on where I messaged you. I was like, oh, no, but no. it's been OK since. I've yeah. I've had two, but they were like like right as transitions into battle where I've put the system to like closed off the system for a while. So and then it would. But the rec the um, recovery of them is actually really good. Because, it, it does have autosave in that game. Yeah, so the autosave is constantly doing it. Yeah, the autosave just is really, really good. Um, that that being said, um, from Kroll, The Witcher Three is a technical marvel on Switch. It looks and sounds great, as I rank it as one of the top ten games on the platform, maybe even top five. It's even prettier and smoother on other platforms. That said, over eighty hours or so, there was one particular fight in a dark cave with flickering light that wasn't so much thirty frames a second as it was thirty seconds per frame. It, it wasn't even like fighting stop motion animation. It was just stop animation. But Oof. great game. Everything is forgiven. It's a miracle they managed to get The Witcher 3 to work on Switch. At all, <laughs> That was yeah. some serious magic. Um, Tam, do you want to read your own? Yeah, so, um, I, and I brought this up before last year when uh, a bunch of us were playing Bravely Default 2. And I think it's specific because I'm using the digital version and wasn't the physical version. But... I had it happen three different times, like two or three different times where I had gotten a new asterisk, would go into the menus to look, you know, how the characters look. Because I love I love actually seeing how the characters would look as different jobs. That's one of the things I do love about the job system is seeing mm -hmm. how the characters will look in that job. And I would exit the menus, get back to the main game, you know, the world and everything just stops responding completely music would be playing fine but no controls at all i can exit to the home menu of the switch so the switch is still working so it was something wrong with the game and i and that's how come i've been really hesitant i like i want to get the digital version on steam but i'm kind of hesitant to get it because of i'm afraid since they just ported the digital version uh, if they ported only the digital version from switch to steam if that is actually an issue that went with it because hmm. it and it happened and it wasn't like oh this happened one time when this happened no it was like if i 
did it like right after I got the asterisk. Boom. System froze. And it, and again, it wasn't even a full freeze. The game would still be running. The music would be playing fine, uninterrupted. But I had no response on the controller. So, yeah, that is that is why it beats out my two crashes on triangle strategy, because at least the crashes, I could restart the game and I wouldn't lose much progress. Oh, God, I. I, I just realized that my I think if I was gonna say anything it would be Nocturne on Switch because I just remembered that it it crashed three times when I tried to finish that game. It wasn't Cold Steel three on that terrible too. Yeah, that one wasn't that bad, and at least in that one I could save anywhere. So I just made a mm. point to save after every transition. And once you got out of Crossbell, or yeah, I think it was Crossbell, it wasn't that bad. But Nocturne, like I'd fit, I'd beat the final boss it would crash i would beat the final boss it would start to play the cutscene, and then it would crash and i think it was something about it being either in handheld mode or not handheld mode because in 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 one of the two i swapped it and it ran just fine and i managed to finish the game or i finished the game and it like crashed after the final credits and it's like whoop i'm done if if this was the PS2 version, I would not be happy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so new question of the week, which I was just thinking. Um, what's your favorite gaming related April Fool's Day prank? Oh. If you've had any. Um, th- for me, the Blizzard ones were already funny back before the company itself was a joke. That being said, one of the fun, one of the ones that kind of had me in stitches a while back was they had announced a um, a Blizzard All Stars fighting game, and one of the uh, fighters in it was Mancrick's wife. And I guess there's not any WoW players here that would find that funny. Sorry, Kelly, I can't well, help I, you. I know Chris and Tam know who I'm talking about. Um, yes. <laughs> I do know about the Man Kirk's wife thing. It's just, it's old. I, I still, I, I know, but... You know what? That is one of the, th- that is the last thing I still need for that achievement as Alliance, is finding, Ma- is waving at Man Kirk on the Molten Front. Oh. Um, well, just the idea of that particular character being a character in a fighting game. Mm-hmm. You know, a character who's infamous for dying in the Barrens just ha- had me in stitches. But I, I digress. Blizzard had some pretty funny ones. I don't know. My favorite one all the time is the one that actually came true with uh, the April Fools that uh, the uh, Yakuza Studio did on, you know, turning oh, but... it into a turn-based game. And then, oh, like, right. Oh, it yeah. wasn't a joke. That's like the best troll of all time. <laughs> I, I I think it's funny that uh, people were thinking the Child of Light being a playable character in uh, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night is not even a troll. Well, I got really confused when she grew up halfway through that video. I'm like, what is going on? This must be real. Because <laughs> nobody would actually bother to make her sprite grow up. <laughs> like... Well, she actually does if you beat the game. I, I think I saw I that one. I guess so. Couple. It's just weird. It's like I didn't, like, I didn't even know that happened, and you would not put that level of effort into April Fool's. Like, what is going on? This must be real. But also, well, why? <laughs> part of the reason why I found that to be hilarious is because I think uh, 
Blasphemous had a similar April Fool's Day joke last year where some, some other character was in Blasphemous. Or I, I, I might be misremembering it, but one of the Metroidvanias had a joke similar to that. So we're ready for the news. I think we are. I, I think so. Sorry, I got distracted looking through all the different April Fool's jokes of past, and they really kind of tapered off over the years. Yeah. Um, not an April Fool's Day joke. We've got a new One Piece RPG coming called One Piece Odyssey. Oh, is it a Muso? No, it's. They say it's a turn-based JRPG. It's got to be a Muso. They're always Musos. I'm sorry. I thought I was muted while I was talking to my wife about Dragon Quest Builders too. You were. You were. Um. Interesting thing about this is that the original manga creator, whose name first name I can't pronounce, I'm just going to call him Oda, uh, designed the world and the monsters and the original characters in this. So it's not just a, hey, let's plug the straw hats into a random scenario. It, I mean, it, it seems like it's going to be a decently written game. Um, huh. and, and what's interesting is that the last One Piece game that released that was kind of an open world game um, was more like Batman Arkham Asylum, where you were just kind of, you know, swinging around on rooftops using Luffy and beating up guards and stuff. Not not counting the One Piece Musos. Yeah, no, no, the Musos are something completely different. Of course, because they're Muso. I- I-, I haven't played a lot of the Musos just because they're never caught up with the story. And um, my my husband said that because they're not caught up with the story, they kind of like have to make up stuff. So they're just a filler story. Yeah. Yeah, more or less. The only time I've seen a filler story do well for an, for an anime is in Fairy Tale. See, I haven't watched Fairy Tale, so I don't know. Didn't people like some of the Bleach filler, too? I don't know about I, I oh you didn't watch okay don't worry about I, it then. I watched a lot of bleach. I can tell you who who doesn't have any good filler. Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the anime for Fairy Tale, there's a whole part of a season where they run in, they get this job request, and it turns out there's this scientist who's trying to make like mechanized dragons. Are we listening? Or, Wait, are we talking about fairy tale filler now? Yes. Okay. Okay. I'm, why? Because it came up in conversation. All right. Okay. Okay. Let, let, buckle in, everyone. We're going to learn about fairy tale filler, yes. apparently. Yeah, we yeah. do have a bunch of news we're going to get through, so make it brief. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, so, so the whole po- and so she captures Natsu and tries to drain his power, and he ends up blowing it up. Okay. You know, that's basically the filler. But I mean, but, but it let's was make very it take well six written. months. <laughs> but, uh, it didn't. It, well, I don't know how long it took. It that's a joke. I don't know, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was a very well written and very well done filler episode while the main person continued to work on the manga. Ah. <laughs> so, anyways, I'm done. <sighs> Von in the chat. Uh, what you mean? The year and a half long of Naruto filler didn't do anything good thing good for you? Like, Von, it wasn't so much the year and a half long of Naruto filler that was the problem. It was, it was the after they did itself. the next arc and then did another year and a half of filler. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> 
No, it was just the issue with the filler itself. <laughs> no, no, it was. I I think Naruto took it to a level, a new level, by just the quantity of filler that there was. I think I think because the per, uh, like in the case of fairy, in some of the animes, Fairy Tale Two mm-hmm. is the person was very was much further ahead of oh, where yeah. they were writing. Yeah, whereas yeah. Naruto, they weren't. Yeah, I know they weren't. Yeah. I, I get it, I get why it happened. Um it just it didn't end up being a good user experience is all I'm saying. <laughs> Look, I mean the alternative exactly is why... Game of Thrones in it, right? Just YOLO, we'll make our own end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is exactly, like. Yeah. This is exactly why Inuyasha is the best anime, because when they caught up to the manga, they, they just had stopped. filler for a bit and then they stopped. They gave up on that, right? The, I think there are they, some filler arcs in there. They, there might have been. There might have been a few filler episodes, but it wasn't like crazy filler because, yeah, when they caught up with the manga, they They're just like, stopped. Uh, we're done. Go wa- go read the manga, guys. Maybe yeah, we'll come back. The manga ended, it's <laughs> like, okay, now we'll do the last. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, th- interestingly enough, same artist, same creator for Rama One Half when that happened. Yep. <laughs> they just made mo- they just made some movies to play catch up. Well the problem is that creator doesn't stop writing. They don't know how to end a no. story. <laughs> no, I don't even know if Mason Ikoku's finished. <laughs> the fact that I know the, you know yeah. what this creator's you know what uh, you know I, I I'm called the anime man for a reason specifically this time frame we're <laughs> I guess we about. triggered you. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I'm just going to mute myself for the next five minutes so we can move on. Let's do some yeah, news. Um, Soul got, Hackers time. Yeah, Soul Hackers has has like a eight minute video up talking about the battle system in the Summoner's Guide and how the demons work in this game. Um, go, go watch the video. It, it's kind of interesting and it's subtitled so you, you can understand it. But Soul Hackers kind of takes a different take on um, the whole demon summoning thing. It's kind of interesting. Um, and, and this one, you're you're building up like combos with demons, and then doing a finisher called a Sabbath. And the more demons you combo, the more uh, damage you'll do. So, do you summon demons or not? I think so, but I don't know if you directly control them or not. You summon them, but they're in your computer, right? Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's then... digital summoning. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fair. And you're fighting SMT summons or monsters, demons, whatever. So that's fine. Is this going to be better than SMT five? Um, I mean that's pretty low. Has the internet made an agreement that we don't like SMT five, or is this just back in the nocturne bucket where for the next ten years I have to hear people say, "No, no, no, it's great. It's underappreciated." I mean. I liked SMT five's gameplay, but that was clearly where all the budget went because the story was. Absolute garbage. <laughs> okay, I don't, but I don't think three is good for its story, though. It's barely no, understandable. Well, <laughs> three's not good for its story either, but at least its story makes sense. Whereas SMT five story oh. is like, uh, uh, here's some high school crap, and oh, I guess we're at the end of the game. So we three get story it. makes sense, I guess, in a way. I don't know. It, it's it, it's, it's begging explanation of a larger universe system that they never give you. Yeah. Like it's more like this is happening and accept it, and now let's have some drama over reasons and conflicts, and then why, you pick one. <laughs> why? Why is Jack Frost's mouth just red? What? Oh, I have to go back and see what you saw. No, um, no, no. Yeah, yeah, it's just red in this one. Yep. Like okay. all of them. Yep. Like all of their 
mouths are evil. just like if weird. I, maybe because you're summoning them for a special attack. I don't know. Oh, yeah, Jack. For... Yeah, are you sure all... that's not just the lighting? No, that's this particular yeah. attack, I think. Okay. Because like, they just sent all five of them out at once, so I bet you it's some sort okay. of rage finisher thing. I bet you when you fight yeah, them, Yeah, because even the red. eyeball thing is like around its eyes red. Mm-hmm. So it's... Mm-hmm. Well, re- regardless, the best mainline SMT story is Strange Journey, so go play that one. Um, Does that count I'm as curious... mainline? It was supposed to be like a mainline sequel, oh, but whatever, they but it isn't. They didn't give it a number. It was supposed to be. I don't know if I buy that. You know Let's what? Go I'm, play I'm Persona. Sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, that oh, could do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that that might be what I actually want to do. <laughs> that's a good point, well, Tim. Well, <laughs> well, you're definitely not going to be playing Zelda. That's for sure. Oh yeah. Oh god. Thank you for transitioning. Yeah. So, um, Breath of the Wild has been pushed to next year. Is this a April Fool's joke? No. No. It came out like two days. Before. Why did they put it out now? Like, why doesn't this get shoved into like an earlier? But direct why does it come out to... by itself well they had to do it because it's right before the end of the quarter it's the end of the physical year so if they're pushing it into the next physical year they got to tell the shareholders that's why yeah, yeah. okay mm-hmm. I, I, that, but but what it was already not going to come out this fiscal year no it was it was going to be this year it was going to be the before the end of the year yeah, this but, is spring but, 2023 but the year so is not be... over yet they could say the announcement later so here, here's the question of the year: Is this going to be pushed to be a dual release on whatever Switch Two comes out? Mm, no, nah, I, I think know. it's still just Switch. I, okay. I think they're just going to sit on Switch for a while. Okay. Yeah, they're. I mean, they still have plans to support the Switch for five more years. I think. Maybe well, they. Uh, maybe they saw Elden Ring. They're like. We're gonna do it. We're gonna make Dark Souls Zelda. No, Congratulations, the, Elden Ring! You are game of the year. You destroyed no, Zelda. The, the, the other joke was like, we need to push it back so it can release with a Horizon game. <laughs> <laughs> yes, maybe they'll have a DLC next year. We can, yes. we can poop on. <laughs> <laughs> the entire oh. gaming industry has decided to just piss off the Horizon developers <laughs> perpetually. <laughs> I all right. I'm still upset because here's my my complaint is that instead of long haired Link in the sky actually being LOL, it's actually Zelda. You're playing as Zelda. Deal with it. Um, they show partially shirtless Link in the sky, and it's like, no, it's it's Link. Oh. A little sad. I was hopeful that we were going to get some Zelda gameplay. Um, but then again, he does give some vague references to um. Um, more places than just the sky or the ground being where you get to play. So maybe they'll be underground. Maybe that's where Zelda is. Maybe Zelda's not in it at all. I don't know. But um, I mean, Zelda will be in it, just pro- maybe not playable. Sure. I mean, yeah. It's, I, I, it's, that's what I meant. It's it's the sequel to one of the best Zelda games ever made. So they've got a very very high bar to clear. Well, that, that would be the Hyrule Warriors Breath of the Wild where they fix the story of Breath of the Wild. I'm telling you, I, in my head, Honestly, that game has replaced Breath of the Wild. Honestly, I... I, I, I the, every, if you remember the question of the week several weeks ago about graphics... Yeah. I can't play the... I, I can't, this, is the this is my issue. 
this is the cell shaded issue of being too detailed. What is Breath of the Wild? This is Breath of the Wild stuff. isn't cell shaded. It looks like it doesn't that... have the thick outline thing that cell shaded stuff has. No, they've actually managed to fix that with, fix that with a lot more modern cell shading. Okay. This is cell shaded graphics, but to the level of detailed where I can I just you don't cannot, like it. You don't feel like I you're playing like an it. anime. I mean, this I is don't like... I, this is what every Tales game looks like. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but you like Tales of Arise. Yeah, I love Tales of Arise, and that is cell sh- and that it, it is done better to me. It is it looks better in Tales of Arise. Than I wonder if you. I wonder if the problem for you is actually like performance. And, like, if it looks smoother, it would be better or something like that. Well, whatever. We can't fix that on this podcast. You know, it, it occurred to me that me making the Horizon joke and the whole screw you Sony thing, that's for giving us uh, PlayStation now. And we didn't have a news story about the changes to PlayStation Plus. Oh, yeah. So PlayStation Plus is getting a subscription service. Um Yeah. They already have one, but now they're bringing it into PlayStation. They're they're unifying the product line into three different choices. <laughs> so we've gone from two choices to three, and this is how we've unified the product line. So now you can have regular PlayStation Plus, and you still get your free games every month, and you need it for online. You can get place. Does anyone remember the name of the tiers? Because I don't. Oh, There's I PlayStation do Plus. I'm going to call it Pro for the middle tier, which gives you access to a bunch of downloadable games. Um, for um, several systems, um, and it's it's mostly cloud, isn't it? No. Um, well, oh, it's a combination. There's PlayStation Kelly. Plus Essential, PlayStation Plus Extra, which adds <laughs> the 400 games of PS4 and PS5, and then there's PlayStation Plus Premium, which, in addition to Essential and Extra, adds the PS3 games via cloud and a catalog of beloved classic games in both streaming and download yeah. options from the PlayStation PS2 and PSP so, generation. So to be clear, only that top tier plus premium has the, the cloud streaming. The middle tier yes. has the PS4 and PS5 no, games, I, I, which I'd is like, probably what most people care about. And you just download them. Yeah. I, I'd like to point out the cloud streaming is specifically mentioned only for PS3 games. No, no. Hold on. Let me let me read this specifically first. No. The oh, PS3 gosh. Games. Right. Oh, no. Because we can't figure out how to emulate PS3 so games. So I'm going to read this. I'm going to read this whole thing, Tim. Just give me a second. Adds up oh. to the 340 additional games. This is for premium, including PS3 games available via cloud streaming. As in, you can only cloud stream PS3 games. And that's yep. the only way you get the PS3 games. The PS3 games are not in the middle tier at all. A catalog of beloved classic games in both streaming and download options from the original PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, and PSP generations. Um, Those games, also not in the middle tier whatsoever. Then, offers cloud streaming access for original PlayStation, PlayStation 2, PlayStation Portable, and PS4 games offered in the extra and premium tiers in markets where PS Now is now available. You can stream it on a PS4, a PS5, and PC. And they have come out and specifically said, like, they are not going to do like uh, Game Pass does, where they're going to be day and date, you know, new games being launched on any of the tiers. So this is just, let's give you access to some downloadable some... games um, in this middle tier. Make now a premium edition on top of these tiers 
and uh, that's where now will sit instead of being a separate service. Now we can do it as an upsell. And I want to say I like this except for what Josh just mentioned, which is the lack of exclusives or things going day and date on release into this into this bucket. Um, I love the idea of downloadable games. I don't care about the cloud streaming version of the games. I don't want to stream them. Um, it's just not good enough yet for me. But uh, And the PS4 and PS5 games are all I want to play on here anyway. I don't care about PS3 games. I don't care about old PlayStation pixel garbage um, that just looks so pixelated that I don't want to look at it again. Um, and so this should be good, except I don't know what these 400 of most enjoyable PS4 and PS5 games even means. What is it's, that? It's the stuff they have. It's the stuff they've got sitting Is around. that what they have already? Like, yeah, I don't know how yeah. many they have on now. I'm just going to kick this out. Here, you can play some stuff. Don't Do you they have that? 400 PS4 and PS5 games available on now today? I doubt oh, it, no. right? Yeah, so this is I an expansion so. of something. Also, how many of these games are third-party games I can just access on Game Pass anyway? Probably. (laughs) Again, I would still like to point out the PlayStation 3. Cloud only. Is only cloud-based. Yeah, but that's okay, because I don't want to play any PS3 games. Super Stardust (laughs) HD is the only PS3 game that matters. I'm good for everything else. My reaction to this was, um, call me when you get a game list up, because... yeah. Unless yeah. it has stuff I'm interested in, I, 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 I can think not... of two. I can think of two games right now that I would. But well, name them. The, name them. Name them. Tales of Zillia. Okay. Mm-hmm. Tales of Graces F. Okay. Infamous. That's three. Infamous you two. Said, that's four now. You're that's a liar. Four. You got yeah. four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Sony exclusive ones like Infamous that makes sense. I think they ported those to PS4 though. They have PS4 versions of those. Not for not for the original Infamous. Not for the original one. Okay. No, the, they had the the third game, which was Infamous Second Son. Oh, is that it? All right. But they did not have Infamous. Do you really want to go play I... Infamous again? Does that matter at this point? Yeah. And for me, like you, Tam, I would I would also want Zillia one and two. Um, I also two, want. Yeah. I also want the um, Final Fantasy Thirteen trilogy because I like all three of those games. Played on, they're actually on Game Pass. On, oh, they're right on Game Pass. <laughs> yeah, yes. I, I, I bought them on Steam. I bought them on Steam. So see, those there's other avenues for those. Yeah, those have been upgraded. I know. <laughs> I, I know, but I don't have an Xbox with Game Pass, and Your I don't. Husband like does. Yeah, but he did. You walk upstairs Sony. and play the freaking P- Thirteen games. I, You're the wife. You get to do that. I prefer Sony stuff. Oh goodness, who cares? It's just to and, play the game is what you care actually, about. Kelly, they're actually <laughs> yeah. the best way to play them is on Xbox because they went in and did all the 4K assets on the Xbox version of the okay. of the Final Fantasy 13 games. I think they're even. I, I think that uh, what my understanding is they run better than they do on PC. The oh, PC geez. versions are kind of buggy, but they run great on uh, Xbox. Someone send Kelly an Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll that she could not use Xbox for anything one. except this one game. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll take it for Chaos in the chat wants to play me. folklore on the PS3. I remember yeah, folklore. That, that's a good, I, supposed to be. A good oh, and game. Vaughn what, says he doesn't have Game Pass. What about the what about the iToy games? <laughs> Vaughn, you have three months of Game Pass that you didn't claim. There's always a, it, there's a way to get Game Pass for a short period of time if you need to do that. So that's but, yeah, yeah. But Vaughn also doesn't have nearly the gaming ADD that I do. Yeah. So 
Game Pass wouldn't really work for him. Well, it, like it I is, said, it is fun for the ADD or getting all those like trying out all those different little indies that yeah. come out. Can I ask a question? Mm-hmm. What is Anuchart about? I have Anuchart? no. Yeah, it's our next news story. Oh. I'm like, what is it? Oh, <laughs> it's an uh, action it's RPG. Zelda. All right. Kinda. More like Zelda. Am I right? Oh, 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 Zelda. Cell shaded Zelda. Yeah. Yeah. That's no. called Breath of the Wild. Yeah, I know. It's a, well. It wasn't. That was that was that was the the ocean one. But whatever. What was no. it? Zelda: was Rise of the Ocean thing? Mariner. I can't remember the GameCube Zelda game now. For the Wind Waker. Game. Thank you. Wind Waker. <laughs> it, it's it's coming in April. It's going to be available on most of the platforms. This person just ringing bucks. a bell as their weapon. They are, aren't they? I thought it was a broom. You think it's a broom? Okay. I think it's a broom. Yeah, I thought broom. No, they're a bell wielder. It's a bell. It's a okay. bell. Okay, yeah. giant Bing. bell. Which is a better weapon? You ring, the, you hit someone in the head with a bell. That's pretty good. I mean, it's going to hurt. Yeah, better than a broom. But yeah, um, if you just I, since it's two D and know, you I'm, look at it very small, it looks like they're just whacking people with a broom. I mean, you you you've never been on the receiving end of my mom's broom, so I don't know. I don't know if it rings when you do it too. If it goes lang, that'd be satisfying. Okay. Or annoying. I mean, maybe that's why Beastmasters and Final Fantasy use bells. I have I have a question about this next one, which is yeah. a sequel to <laughs> Void Terrarium. Yeah, but it's like it's a programming declaration. They're declaring a function. <laughs> it's a pointer to avoid. I'm very confused. What's going on here? <laughs> I never understood the naming convention of the, of this whole series. They've all been real weirdly named. So but yeah, V O I D star space T R R L M two pren pren semicolon slash slash void terrarium two. Yeah, that 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 means nothing to me. I'm not a programmer. They com the 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 slash slash is comments and void terrarium two is the name. I'm... It's a it's a once, programmer thing. It's fine. Once again, I'm I am not a programmer. Yep. I only marry yep, yep. one. All right. So Is this any uh, good? But, like this lady looks weird. Her eye has a horn coming out of it. I'm very confused. Did didn't Alex review one of the okay. terrarium? Sure, I don't games? know. I I'm pretty sure he did, but I could be wrong. But yeah, it's it's a sequel to the Void Terrarium series and it looks cute. It's, and you're um, taking care of a girl in a terrarium. That's scary. Why are you? Because humans are extinct. Oh gosh! All right. Um. So, so was this part of the block of announcements during the the NIS Expo? Yes. Okay. So yeah, the, the, there was the NIS Expo this week where they announced a whole bunch of stuff. Because we've also got the action RPG Superfuse. Uh, that's uh, in uh, going to be on Steam early access, and this looks like a comic book. Appa- yeah, appar- apparently, Chris is more of a programmer than Vaughn because Vaughn's like, "I'm a programmer," and borderline doesn't. Well, it doesn't. Read to it me. doesn't read like a real language, no. But it's it's a thing, ish. I could see the inspiration. Anyway, so back to this comic book one. It looks like um, it looks like uh the Genesis comic book comic zone does in oh, my yeah. memory. It looks like it does in my memory. Like if you actually go play Comic Zone, it doesn't look like this. But in my memory, no, this is what Comic Zone looks that. like. <laughs> Or yeah. maybe what Comic Zone should have looked like. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
is it a roguelike or is it just a? It looks like an action beat 'em up, like a Diablo esque. Yeah, it's overhead at an angle, Diablo ish sort of thing. Comic books, superheroes with lots of blood, so bad superheroes. So what was that one with the cyberpunk theme with the guns? Advent kind of makes me think of Advent, but with superheroes. Okay. I, I'm not sure I didn't pay attention to any of that stuff. Um, well, let's meet it, Yumo and the Guardians in Dust Diver 2. What is that? Yeah, I didn't even know there was a Dust Diver 1, but I guess it came out for PC this year. This is pure action beat-em-up. Um, it's, well, it's, it's like an it, RPG action beat-em-up. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, and she summoned a stuffed cat doll. Yeah, it's... If the enemies died faster, it'd be a Muso. <laughs> yeah, more or less. Um, gonna come out physically and digitally for the PlayStation Four and Five and Switch in the and the summer, and is gonna have a physical launch edition. Dusk Diver um, Two. Okay. Uh, oh I, no, it, they're doing another classics thing, Kelly. But, yeah, but this with, is the good uh, one, right? Yeah, it's La La Pucelle and um, Rhapsody. Oh, which oh yay! They yay! put those together. Yay! Those are two yeah, games yeah, people yeah. want. Why did they yes. put them together? Because um, they kind of tie into each other. Oh. Yes! Yes! R- R- Rhapsody is... Um, These are I- I all in the prequel. world of... Aren't they all kind of set in the same world as this guy? Oh, there's a, so, yeah, so, it, there's a name for this, isn't there, for that world? Oh, yeah, whatever. I can't remember Tomorrow what Kingdom. it is. Thank you! Oh, yeah. That's um, the one. Rhapsody is one of my favorite games of all time, so... That's the musical one that everyone hates slash loves slash people can't agree on. Yeah, and, well, what, and I'm excited, what I'm excited about is the um, La Pucelle Ragnarok, or, or rather it's the PSP version of La Pucelle that we never got. So mean, it means that uh, he's going to be smoking and have cross guns. I hope. <laughs> Was he uncensored in the the PSP version? Well, considering it's based on the Japanese version, I'm okay. assuming so. Well, I just, it's possible it could be censored because of the uh, ESRB here. But, oh, I, I guess. Oh, that, yeah, no, that's, that was, that's definitely the new stuff there. Yeah, I, I guess we'll see. Um, I'm excited about this game because the, the La Pucelle had the chocolate game, which was a gang of pirate kitties that I absolutely fell in love with. And I've I've tried to start Rhapsody multiple times and just couldn't get into it, but I think that was a mood thing. It it does take a certain mood because ninety eight percent of of Rhapsody is silly, mm-hmm. and then the two percent where it gets actually serious. Oh my god! It makes me it 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 broke me. Yeah. It, it um, I don't even remember when Volume Two is supposed to be out. Is that in May? It might be May. And I asked Classics Collection Volume 2 you're referring to? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah I'm, I'm not sure. Well, when is this one out? Summer. Um, Summer. Oh, oh go, go. Darn, you got off the... Uh, yeah, I know. Because yeah. yeah, I want to fa- finish up this one. So it's it's ninety nine ninety nine physical limited edition. Pre-order now from the NIS America online store. You get the games, hardcover art book, soundtrack CD, collector stand with a coin for Ragnarok or La Pucelle. And a acrylic stand with a coin for Rhapsody. Oh, you get one for each. And then a collector's box. And then did you find the date for volume two? May 10th. May 10th. 
Oh, and they will be uh, they will be throwing these uh, individually on Steam because uh, I'm now adding Rhapsody to my Steam wish list. And I'm sure that um, Best Buy and or Amazon's going to have the $60 version that just comes with the book. Oh, OK, um, like volume one. I can't remember what all came with volume one because I, I didn't bother with so. I didn't bother with the collector's edition of this just because I didn't want to spend a hundred dollars. But yeah, I can't I can't wait for this. Can you wait for playing as the child of light in Bloodstained? No, because I hadn't even played Child of Light yet. I don't even know why. This, this is such a weird one. Such a weird combo. I thought this was an April Fool's joke. But mm-hmm. this but video came out on April Do 1st. enough people care about Child of Light for it to be an April Fool's joke? Do people even care about Bloodstained at this point? Yeah, good point. I, f- I feel like it had its pop. It, people liked it, and no one's talking about it anymore. It was okay. I played it. It crashed a couple of times on the Switch. And yeah. You kill some realistic looking cats. You kill some realistic looking dogs. You move on. No, it's been three years. It's fine. (laughs) But it's just uh, like the Child of Light thing is what got me. It's just like, you know, that game is like eight, nine years old. I didn't know that Ubisoft even. I don't know. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. Like people really liked it, but I mean. But I thought that was less relevant than Bloodstained at this point, honestly. Oh, wait. Yeah. Yeah. That, that that's what I was getting at. It's just like, what a weird combo. Like is Ubisoft trying to bring that back or is it just something that Ubisoft cared so little about and someone who's involved with Bloodstained really liked it. And well, Ubisoft Bloodstained was just is 505 like, games. So like, why is Ubisoft involved? Yeah. All right. So what is, is it free? Just a free update? Yeah. Just I, a free update. So. Okay. Well, Maybe it was part of the Kickstarter? I don't know. <laughs> no, because, I mean... I'm, am, the... I, I'm amused that Alex put just had to put the, the footnote that, yeah, and the Google Stadia version was released in July 2021. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so oh, Hyperlight Drifter is getting a sequel. Mm-hmm. People like that game. Um, I never got into it, but the sequel has a cool-looking anime intro video trailer thing called hyper light breaker and i guess you get to choose different characters to play as in this one or something like that Um, because like the character in this trailer is not who they're showing in these screenshots where we got some lady with a cat tail and then a robot head i don't know what's going on in this world (laughs) kicking butt and so there's that and then it's it's a different look for hyper light because this is like 3d it is not like that 2D pixely thing that Hyper Light Breaker was. So, kind of doing a risk of range, risk of rain sort of thing. Um, and I know for risk of rain, they lost me with the look of the sequel. So I wonder how this will do. Well, not that I matter. Um, I wonder how this will do for their target audience. But uh, it is still a 3D action adventure RPG in the same universe as Hyper Light Drifter. Separate story in a new land known as the Overgrowth. So, single player and co-op multiplayer, and you're trying to overthrow the Abyss King. So, go check out the video if you were interested in the first one, and or not, and see if you're interested in this one. Um, real quick, Adam, Adam to the NIS Classic Story. So, mm-hmm. Volume 2 has an edition on Amazon that I pre-ordered that comes with the art book and soundtrack CD. So I imagine that they're going to have a $60 edition for Volume 3, but it's the same thing, because they also did it for Volume 1 
as well. So if, if you don't want to pay the $100 but still want the art book and soundtrack CD, just wait a little bit. I'm sure it'll pop up at some point. Anyway, you can continue now. Final Fantasy XIV had a big old video release. One of their producer letters. So, like, how many hours is this one? Um, four hours long. Because, you know. Yeah, this is about their, the upcoming patch that's going to release on April 12th. I swear. Like, you could spend more time reading, watching their things about the game than playing the game. Uh, one of the big things to hit, like, their next little story thing because the story in endwalker is just done that there's there's nothing to expand on so it's like what are you going to do next and they're starting that's where the plot goes now in this patch it's like so what now <laughs> and then there's also some trust stuff like uh we were talking about how a while back that they were going to add the ability to do single player dungeon experiences by yourself where you get like a party of npcs while well, they're putting that stuff in for the earlier content the uh, realm reborn stuff Yep. And um, so that'll be in this patch. So they were showing off what that looks like. Um, um, then they're doing some job changes. We won't get into that here because that's just too nitpicky for, for our news coverage here. But um, And then a new ho- the housing lottery thing. They got some details on that. So if you're a lot trying of people to get are excited ho- for that. What's, why are they excited? What's, what's good about it? Um, so the cur- current way housing works um and they've tried to fix this several times is uh, if you are trying to buy a house houses currently have a hidden cooldown timer on the plots before they're able to be bought and if you are a first time buyer of a housing plot you there you actually have to kind of wait but if you're someone who currently has a house, you can pretty much immediately buy the house. And it's just, there's a lot of really... Do you give up the old one when you do that, at least? You, you're, yes, you, you, you can do what is called a... Um, you can move your plot, mm-hmm. basically, from your old plot to a new plot. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a lot that goes into it, and it just... People are very excited because this evens out the playing field for people being able to buy houses. Okay. So it's not just going to go to people who already have houses this time. Right. So, and what it is, is everybody puts down the money and then one person, and you have to have the money up front too. Anna is shouting from the other room that Final Fantasy XIV housing is an NFT in disguise. Okay, we're adding that to the. However, we're adding that to the title list. I need some unpacking to understand exactly how, but it's 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 it I would can. it is not something to go into here. <laughs> okay. It's not like you can sell it. People do. Oh, okay. Never mind then. <laughs> there's there's actually a whole black market Final Fantasy fourteen housing. I'm going to release this. I'm going to relinquish this plot and you're going to pick it up right now. We're going to synchronize it sort of thing. Yeah. Or can you just transfer ownership? Oh gosh, you probably can. Oh, never mind. Yeah. Actually, they fixed some of that Mm. too. They've recently fixed some of that. Again, there's a whole mess of things. Not, not for this. The point is the community thinks that this system for this time is a positive rather than the 
people were a little oh. iffy back when the news came out that it was going to be a lottery. But I guess I've heard some good. salt though, oh. as there is. Oh, I'm, okay. But the, the salt's probably from people that already have houses. That... So, uh, the way it's going to work is all the housings will use this lottery system. All the housing areas will use this in Patch Six One. I didn't know they were adding new plots to the old areas too. That's good. Um, oh, I didn't know they were adding new plots. I just knew they were adding a whole new area. Uh, I mean, if you don't add new plots, what's the point of having the new system? Oh, I know why. Because the new data centers, right? This is probably the first time you can buy housing in them. Well, again, no, they're adding a whole new I know. housing area. Yeah, completely. I know. I'm just trying to understand why they care about all the housing areas. Okay. Well, whatever. However it's working, <laughs> along with the new area, all the housing areas will use the new lottery system in Patch 6.1 with more free company designated plots to be made available. So priority towards guilds having houses. That's cool. Um, so system operates on a nine-day cycle shared across all game worlds from the release of the update. So that first nine days after the patch drops, you can enter the lottery. Um, for five days sorry so the first five days you can enter the lottery then the names will be picked and the winners have four days to claim their plot and i guess make the purchase and stuff like that unless you need to make the purchase to enter i don't know how that works either way you put the you put the money up front okay but then if you don't claim it the money gets refunded back to you you. all right so that's how come you have to claim it all right so that that's going to be the lottery People are gonna so, um, that that's and how that's gonna work. The, <laughs> and and it's like, and whatever character you put the money forward on, yeah, is oh. the character who has to claim it. Yeah, of course, that makes sense. Okay, uh, there's also gonna be a new hard mode raid thing and some PvP updates. I'm gonna refer you to the article for more details on that. And um, yeah, we'll just call that good. So FF14, lots of news. New alliance, yeah, I mean other stuff yeah it's a four hour thing if you want to watch the whole thing (laughs) so enjoy that (laughs) we're gonna move on Uh, it's in japanese yeah isn't there's some english slides somewhere uh the subtitles on slides have english yeah there you go (laughs) kickstarter check-in for salty hounds um this is a otome dating sim rpg so i wouldn't be surprised my wife has already uh, signed up for it Uh, but uh you go check out if you they've got a video showing the the dating sim stuff going on. I guess you're running a bar, or at least you are in this one scene, um, or maybe just it's got in like a some bar. pixel stuff yeah. going on. You know, like yeah. it, it it's it's interesting. Yeah, that's uh yeah. So if you want to sponsor that, you can. And I guess I owe you one piece of info about this, and that is how much can you spend? One hundred and twelve euros looks to be the top tier, and you get um, character designs aren't bad. You get some voice messages, exclusive voice messages and exclusive costumes and stuff like that. So that's not crazy. Um, person, oh, the same manager pack. What is manager pack? Um, I guess the voice, okay. If you are a man, if uh, I'm so confused at what it means, I guess you get to, you know what? Go look it up. It sounds like you get some exclusive messages and maybe they, yeah. One lover of your choice will... Oh, gosh. So the voice actors are going to give you custom messages is what it is what you're buying. So... And they'll say your name specifically if you want. Okay. <laughs> I mean, not really my style of game, but I will say that the uh, character designs aren't bad. Yeah. All right. I mean, well. you, you could have to do a custom answering machine message, but who uses an answering machine anymore? <laughs> 
voicemail, Kelly. You can record it as your voicemail message. Oh, right. Right. I used to have Garfield voicemail messages. <sighs> From Lorenzo Music? I don't know. Uh, yeah. It sounded they, like him, at least. <laughs> the, uh, yeah. I downloaded these back in the 90s. Oh, and cool. I had, yeah. Yeah. And my personal favorite was, the person you're trying to reach is lying naked in a tub of jello. Call back later. Uh, person you're trying much to Much later. <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> All right. So we got some release date things, huh? You, you forgot a story, Chris. Which is what? No E3. No E3, everybody. Woo! <laughs> Wheels Back. is actually disappointed about that. Yeah, well, he can be. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm so done with E3. Glad to not ha- have another year where I don't have to worry about going somewhere and wasting a bunch of time for well, very little had, exclusive information. Just make it digital earlier the earlier oh, in the well, year. Well, they're not doing and, that even. Yeah, now it's now it's none and done. Because the digital E3 suck. I don't know why. There's probably a lot of politics in going on that I oh. don't have any insight into, and I'm happy to not have it. I will say. Jeff Keeley was not long to start replying with smiley faces. <laughs> so Summer Games Fest will surely be happening and probably around the same time. Huh? Yeah, oh, Anna said she, he already announced it. So um, <laughs> is it around when E3 would have been? Yeah, okay, so he's taking the dates. <laughs> he sat oh. on top of E3. <laughs> so we're, he's basically saying, I screw you, I'll make my own E3 with blackjack. He's, and doing, the, he's doing the Elden Ring critical hit to the face of E3, and I'm, I'm all for it. Um, <laughs> with, with blackjack, hookers, and, and lines and blow. of cocaine. Yep. <laughs> Fine, whatever. I mean, I'm cool with the digital events. I think they get us the majority of what we care about. Yeah, we lose some of the hands-on in the, in the interviews. Um, and, and I will miss those. I, I think those, it sucks that we don't get those, but, uh, E3 but you also was don't not have serving to put that up well. With people who don't bathe. <laughs> well, I mean, bigger deal for me is Anna and I can't travel right now because her I, health I, doesn't allow us to risk her getting COVID, unfortunately. But that, that yeah. being said, I'm sure she won't miss have being, uh, she's not in the industry anymore. Too. She does, she, oh, she right. jumped from gaming to NFTs, which is the most anti uh, gaming industry to be in right now, which I think is funny, but whatever. She's having fun. And so she doesn't need to go to E3 anyway. <laughs> and there's a lot of backlash on NFTs. And I, and, and I don't have a year where people are going to try and get me to pay for an E3 hotel room. So that's good for me and my wallet. <laughs> Yes, because they oh, they jack up the prices whenever oh, there's an event held at those yes, hotels. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Even though you're supposed to get a special rate. Oh, I never sign up in time for the special money. rates. We we never know by then who's going, so we never get those either anyway. And the special rates are terrible, as you said. Yeah, the special rates are secretly jacked up prices. Yes, they are specially expensive. <laughs> What's special is that you can get them. <laughs> Whereas if you don't go through the special rate system, well, sorry, there are no rooms left. No, what I did one year is I actually I I was pissed. So um, I had re- so I was going to Nandescon two thousand two. No, yeah, two thousand two thousand three actually. So I went to Nandescon two thousand three, and as soon as they announced the dates, like before they even like made the deal with the hotel, but they announced the dates. I reserved a room for the hotel. The hotel lost my reservation. Oh, did they now? Oh. They did, and I was pissed. You lost my reservation. 
They're like, well, we don't. And I was like, here's my confirmation right here. I, like I took it with me and I mm -hmm. showed it. It's like, here's my confirmation. And they, they, they panicked hard. Well, did they accommodate you? Let's not go into that. Oh, no. Okay. I was able to get a room, but they gave me the con rate, which, uh, of course, was more expensive, and I was pissed. Yeah. All right. They're like, well, are you here for the thing? I was like, yes, but I reserved before you guys threw up the special pricing that jacked up the prices. They looked at me like, oh, my God, how do you know this? <laughs> it's like, I'm so, I'm sorry. I did my research <laughs> well a did my research and b i used to uh, you know my my parents were military so or my dad was military i moved around a lot as a kid so i spent a lot of times in hotels yeah so yeah that's all the news now we've got new release dates shattered. um shattered tale of the forgotten king console shattered. release has been delayed yeah oh okay yeah um, Did we know when? The, we just don't. We don't even know a new date. It was gonna be out. Now it ain't. <laughs> yeah. Um. The Coromon Switch release has been delayed. Oh. Um, what is this? Twenty. Is this like twenty twenty one all over again? Everything's getting delayed. Um. Well, it was well, supposed the, to release alongside the PC and Mac versions on the, or last week, and then yeah, got delayed. Um. There's a statement why. So it's only the Switch version of Coromon that was delayed. Right. Yeah. They were they were having trouble getting the uh, cross-platform to work, so they, okay. they take a little more time with that. Fair enough. Oh, um, I mean, it, 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 like, I understand legit reasons why. It's just interesting that so many things are getting delays again. Eh, that happens every year. Speaking of delays, um, they continue with yeah. the outbound ghost. Yeah. <laughs> Does it even say it's Being planned to launch quarter four? Q4 now. I didn't know. Or, or no, this is not a delay. This is just the first announcement. So uh -huh. that's better then. Yeah. I see. It's not a delay. Uh, <laughs> we've got Light Fairy Tale Episode 1 getting a physical edition. I don't remember this one, but all right. Cool. Is there an episode yeah. two already? I'm not sure. This looks like a mobile um, game. What is this? We've got the Fallen Legion series coming to new consoles. Oh. Um, a collection with Rise to Glory and Revenants is coming for the PS5 and Xbox One. Um, Revenants is going to be debuting on PC, and the games are available to purchase digitally and individually. So, okay. yeah, I've, I, was this the game, that, one of the games that Alex had to rage quit on? I don't remember. Uh this is the one that that was that originally where one of them released on Vita and the other one was on PS4 and uh, it was like the, the different one that routes. The Silicon Era guy went and made. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Anna, did you ever play Fallen Legion? She says she she played both of them. They're fine. <laughs> okay. Um, High praise. And then, and then for you East fans, uh, Lacrimosa of Donna um, East Eight uh, PS5 version has been announced. Okay. In Who was waiting a... for a PS5 version of Ease 8? Uh, I don't know. Maybe you really didn't like the PS4 version? <laughs> was the PS4 version not good looking enough? Yeah, it was fine. Oh, I, I'm so I, Yeah, I, I don't totally get this one either. I mean, it's 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 already on PS4. Just put a patch out for the PS4 version. Call it good. Like, yeah. Well, that's Chris, this is NIS. They've got to sell you another $100 oh, physical edition right. Right. with yeah. acrylic bookends. Oh, and acrylic a bookends. Oh, boy. Yay. Uh, acrylic bookends are the new cloth mats. You know what I can use those acrylic bookends for? 
holding up all my various NIS collector's editions that I bought that I don't need. Yay! Um, it, it's and, a beautiful game, though. Love that game. Um, and, and plus, may, who knows? Maybe they're f- funding money for the eventual uh, Ease Five remake that needs to happen. I'm good. It'll well, happen. It needs Kelly. to they, happen. They, they, they Why come does back it need around. Need to happen. Because they have remade all of the janky ones in the series thus far, and five is one of the last janky ones. Five is the last janky one. There is no other janky one. Why do anymore. you want a remake of it if it's janky? So, so it's that they can janky. make it. So that they can make it in line yeah, with the rest of the series. If it wasn't that good, what do you care if it's remade? Because they made it. They made them better. All right. When they remade the other ones that were janky and bad, they made them good. Yeah. But oh, what if so they just one, made a new one? Remade, that, so well, it's good. How about a well, new four, one? Four wasn't necessarily janky and bad. It just had like several different versions with only connecting threads. Well, four was especially bad because Falcom hadn't made any of those versions. Yeah, that too. Ease is a weird series, guys. Yes. Um, and that's all the new releases. Um, well, new release announcements. Now what's coming out? Uh, oh, I thought we had the new release roundup next. Yeah, that's you. That's you. Oh, that's, that's me. You. Well, first, uh, from last week, the new release roundup, just in case there's stuff we didn't cover. Abermore came out on PC, which I don't know anything about other than it's a stealth RPG, which means it's probably terrible. I mean, stealth games are fun, right? It'll be fine. For Phil. Huh? For Phil? For, fi- oh. <laughs> for Phil. Coromon came out on the PC and Mac, not the Switch. So I haven't heard if it's good or not, but that's out there. Um, Crystar, we talked about. That's the, looks like a, you know. Uh, Idea Factory sort thank of game. You. That's the one. Yep. Kowloon High School Chronicle. Looks like an anime manga thing. It it's is. A, oh, it's a PS2 dungeon crawling RPG. It is. All yeah. right. Yeah. It can't get more persona than that, I guess. Oh, it's uh, first person, though. Hmm. Old persona. Terror Bane. Um, fourth wall breaking title. So that's the one with the errors in the video game. So there you go. There you go, Kelly. More of a fourth wall breaking. And then Weird West. I actually, like, Giant Bomb and other, like, big gaming news sites actually talked about this one last week. So this one has some traction, or its uh, publisher just did some good PR work. But oh. uh, Devolver Digital. So oh, yeah. they know what they're doing. Action RPG in a dark fantasy version in the Wild West. And uh, I, I remember commenting last week about, is this part of uh, Deadlands or not? And I don't know. But there's magic and werewolves and cowboys. Oh, my. All right, but for this upcoming week, let's see if we do a better job of not missing games. Uh, Chrono Cross, the Radical Dreamers edition for PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Ooh. Anna's playing it right now. Um, um, I am supposed in... to tell us? Yeah, it's I'm fine, because importing... it's just not the review yet. Yeah, ah. I'm importing the physical version. And then Godfall for Xbox One and Xbox Series S and X. That that was the uh, the PS5 PS4 or 5 exclusive that's just now coming to Xbox, right? I think. I remember no one caring about this. Yeah, exactly. It came, it came and went, and nobody nobody said a word. Um, 
We've also got two new uh, early access titles. Um, Dungeon, Dungeon Defenders Going Rogue, which is a roguelike take on the Dungeon Defenders series and is on early access now for Steam. And there is planning to come out. Um, d- doesn't really have a uh, release date. Yeah, they'll, they'll take their sweet time and milk it before they do yeah. a release. That's kind of their so. M.O. So there's that, and then we're also getting a, or we have um, Valathian Arc Heroes School Story 2 on Steam Early Access with a console release coming soon. Is it Valfurian Arc? Yeah. Okay. And then this looks, oh, this looks neat. So this has um, kind of like super deformed cel-shaded characters yeah, on a um, 3D Paul, Paul, the first one. Yeah, Paul's played it. She enjoyed it. And I oh. know and my wife played the first one and enjoyed that one as well. So uh, enjoyed it also. So I mean it's it's cheap. It's only twelve bucks right now on early access. Yeah, no, they're they are they're not very expensive games. They're not very long games, but they they seem just kind of fun. Anna, do you like, like Valfurian Arc? You like Valfurian Arc? Yeah, they've got an early access sequel. Are you gonna play that? She says she won't play it till it's done. But okay. She did like the first one. She um <laughs> her comment is <laughs> I I quit my job QA in video games and I don't want to do it for free. <laughs> I do not blame her. I don't blame her. Like, all right, fair enough, Anna. And the and worst then, part is she didn't even she kind of did that voluntarily in her last job. She wasn't even formally paid for the QA stuff she'd do. Um, anyway, oh, go ahead. <laughs> I, if if I was smarter, I would have done this into a segue. But we've got a um, Dungeon Defenders uh, impression from Ryan Costa. Is this uh, for the, the Rogue one? Access. Okay, all right. Yeah, I thought yeah, that they I... is, is this different than their new Dungeon Defenders? Like that's a uh, just like oh, I give up. You know, I don't care. Go, go read, <laughs> find out. I don't care about Dungeon Defenders anymore. I mean, it looks kind of fun. Yeah, but they're like remaking Dungeon Defenders at the same time. Oh, okay. So I'm just I can't keep up on all the various Dungeon Defenders. Oh, um, if you're curious, call. Um, uh, I mean, sorry, I was reading a text message. Um, check check out Ryan's review. Okay. Uh, well, his uh, preview. You mean? Yeah, his preview. And uh, he's also got a no place for bravery impression from gdc as well as anucard um which was the one with the bell ringing we talked about earlier and then it's pretty busy yeah well i went to gdc and played some games and then if you're done Ah. with all that you can do backlog in the year with sam um walker and see what she's up to we had a very animated uh backtrack this week with sam and us talking about sands of destruction oh and i'm sorry (laughs) She was very upset about that game. No, people don't like it. She did not like that game. And this was going to be Cassandra, it's going to be the new Chrono Trigger and then it came out and people were angry. No, that was Black Sagel. <laughs> oh. No, this is another one cuz the oh. Chrono Trigger um writer wrote this game. Um oh. If nothing else listen to the first like 5 minutes with the skit cuz that's all you need to know about this game. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, that that was a pretty fu- funny backtrack this week. But yeah, um, Sam Sam is also playing Triangle Strategy, and she's like, "Yeah, this game is gonna hurt me." I'm like, "Yep." Oh, why yes. is it gonna hurt her? Uh, bad at making choices. Oh, okay. 
Well, you know what? That's okay because you can play through again and make different choices and not feel encumbered by your choices of the path past, right? Yeah. I, for for the not I'm the way I'm playing it now, except for the choices where I actually do need to like see other routes. I'm just going straight to the voting thing to see how it plays out without talking to people. There you go. Um, I will say in the second playthrough, it is much easier to convince people what you want. Yeah, and I'm starting think... to get the impression that the key to that thing is just have deep convictions on all the paths, and then you can mm-hmm. choose what you want to do and direct yeah. your path better. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that they don't show your convictions the first time through so that you kind of have to live with your yeah. convictions. Yeah. Yeah, I did not have enough, uh, my first time through, I did not have enough Liberty convictions to blow up the ships. Mm. Yeah. So I had to finagle my way to blowing up the bridge. Because I did yeah. not want to blow up the dam. So. Yeah, I got and stuck in blowing up the dam. So Oof. Just like Sam, just like Sam, everyone's happy with, with, with this game, it seems like, so... <sighs> go read about her impressions and, and experiences there. I want to know, given that Chrono Cross and Godfall are coming out, is that going to influence what you're going to play this week, Tam? It went very quiet. Tam? He must have, he must have had to mute to deal with kids. Okay. Um, <laughs> he was talking. I, I cut him off. <laughs> I am going to be playing, um, I'm going to try and finish up Stranger Paradise. I'm going to be playing Rune Factory 5, and hopefully I'll be able to start um, Soccer Wars. Oh, Lord, that'll be interesting to hear about. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're the one who sent it to her, though, so you don't get to I say know. that. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh-huh. I'll be playing... I don't know what I'm playing. More Elden Ring, be honest. You know what I've been doing? I feel what? ashamed. I've been watching the Harry Potter movies. <laughs> and yeah. so I'm ashamed because, you know, we, we've canceled J.K. Rowling. Why am I watching these? I'm watching them with um, commentary from a YouTube channel that I like uh, called, well, the the Djibouti dub folks. They've, they're known for doing dubs of like old infomercials. And, um, and, and I'm sure they're, someone's going to find something that they've said somewhere that's offensive. So I'm, I'm not trying to defend or put them on a pedestal, but they make me laugh and they do like these overdubs of movies, kind of like the riff tracks thing. It's just, uh, they're doing the Harry Potters and I wanted to listen to that. And so I've been enjoying the hell out of that. And it's, and, and that's what I've been doing most evening. <laughs> like I put on this dub of old Harry Potter and laugh thinking about Dumbledore going to nightclubs. <laughs> I solemnly swear I'm up to no good. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway. <laughs> that's, uh, what should, I, uh, for games, if Anna's actually done with Triangle Strategy, maybe I'll steal that and play it. Otherwise, um, Kirby's been staring at me, but it, it's really a struggle of can I go to Kirby after playing Elden Ring? So far, the answer has been no. But maybe this will be the week. <laughs> maybe it'll be the week. Did we get you back yet, Tam? Yeah, sorry. I was dealing with a uh, kiddo emergency. Yeah, we figured. Um, what are you going to play this week? Um, so definitely more triangle strategy because that's my that's as I said, my uh, I'm playing that at work and it's easy for me to, you know, oh, they answered the phone call. Put down the switch. OK, next phone call on hold. Pick up the switch. Oh, off hold. Put down the switch. So easy to do. So definitely triangle strategy. 
Uh, Final Fantasy fourteen, just because there is some stuff from the Mooglestone event I want to get before the patch goes live, and I'm running out of time on that. <sighs> I've been trying to like grind materials to sell, and I just can't get myself to do it. And I'm and it's like I have the opportunity to make millions, and I just can't get myself to do it. It's <sighs> okay. It's okay. But I'm gonna kick myself. Like I could have been a billionaire. <laughs> And you could have bought the fifty million gill mount. Yeah. And yes, there is a mount that is uh, that expensive. Well, I, I have to get the twenty-five one too. True, I don't have either. <laughs> um, although they're bringing back the Garo event, that was in the news release. Okay. So, I will go over that later. Um, and then I I also have Kirby, and and I want to play that Kirby because that Kirby game looks so good. Yeah, I keep so looking at it, and then like it's like appealing, and then I realize this is just a collectathon hidden in it's, the in the in the very basic trappings of an open world game. It it's just it's just sucking things up and spitting it out. That's the that's all yeah. that Kirby really is, and and I and I love that. So I'm, I'm it I'm, does have that. <laughs> haven't Kirby games always been traditionally very basic? Yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm not. Got, I, I'm not blaming the game for being what it is. It's just that people have tried to talk it up like it's something more this time, and it's not really. It's Sometimes still just a it's just about it being a f- just a fun adventure. It does but have co-op. But what if I play Elden jump? Ring again? <laughs> I said some fun. <laughs> not painful, but fun. Fair enough. I mean, some people do find pain f- paid fun. And they're called masochists. Well, on that note, I guess we're done for the week. Thanks, everybody, (laughs) for watching. Um, We'll be here every week, 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, with more RPG news and uh, a rundown of the the reviews and such from the site and the new releases. I hope you've enjoyed the show. If you have, go ahead and review us on your iTunes or your podcast platform of choice. And uh, if you have an answer for the question of the week, which is... I don't. Oh, did we not? I don't think. What's we your came favorite April Fool's gaming-related prank? And you could provide that in the show thread. So, woo, woo! Everyone's excited. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, somewhat. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I'm. Everyone's tired. Go take a nap. Everyone. Sorry, I'm. T- I'm tired and hungry. <laughs> I'm, we started late. That's fine. Thanks I'm everybody st- for being on. I'm we'll still ca- in pain. So yeah, we'll we'll catch you next time. Uh, have a good one, and maybe finally crack open those copies of Kirby, and we can talk about it next week. All right, bye everybody. Bye-bye. Bye bye.